It's just a thing. show that we do on Saturday nights uh, at midnight Eastern Standard Time. 10 o'clock where we're at. Yeah. Evans when we're not on one be. coast or the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, hi. are we on both coasts? Technically on neither? On all of them. We're coast to coast, really. Sure? <laughs> yeah, we just, you know, don't have celebrity guests. So yeah, we're live. But what if? <laughs> <Yeehaw>. <laughs> we're doing the live. Yeah. Uh, I know that Sam will be joining us on the call later because she has some some thoughts, as far as I, I've been made aware, about Dear Evan Hansen. Oh no. Um, she said that she really should have been on the episode. Oh, here she is. I believe. Oh. Here's here is the Sam. Uh, is this gonna be another one of those fight me, you coward moments. I don't know. I don't know what her opinion is. I'm here. Hi, Sam. It's the you. Hey, what's up? I was making a meme. Sorry. A meme? <laughs> yeah, I was making a meme. Meme to the class. <laughs> Do you have enough meme for everybody, little ma'am? I... Little missus? Mm. <laughs> don't call me little ma'am, please. <laughs> little missus? <laughs> um, no, it's not for this. It's for something else. <laughs> is it more NSFW then? What? Is that where you no. heard me? Okay. Is it no. for your witch friends? Um, I don't have any friends, so. Oh. Is it for the kids that you lock your up covenant? in your basement? Mm-mm. I assume that's what witches do. Nope. I, apparently see. covenant's not a thing. Oh, I'll see? Like, we'll be made aware of this? Yeah, put it in a group chat. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that'll work. Hello, Mexican Otaku. <laughs> so yeah. Um, um, yeah. Anyway. Sam, you you're here. Yeah. Did you watch the Dear Evan Hansen? Mm-hmm. What uh 
what are your thoughts on that? Because you said that you should have been on um, that episode last week. Yeah. Um, it was okay. It felt really, I don't know, it felt really like um, shallow, I guess, maybe a little bit. Mostly. Okay, okay. Um, well, I feel like it didn't really delve deep into like actual like suicide awareness and like what could cause that and like what could cause a person to do that, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I think I it just sort of focused. Yeah, it it mostly just focused on Evan Hansen, and yeah, he was kind of a shitty person in the end, and got everything he wanted mostly. Yeah, I actually totally agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's a surface level mental health. At least this movie is. I don't know about like the actual like Broadway or whatever it is. Or... Yeah, I got to fix a technical yeah, thing. So keep talking to Ian Robbie. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say okay. I don't know if uh, <laughs> I unplugged my headphones there for a second, so I don't know if Sam's actually talking or not. She is talking. Mm -hmm. I'm not here. Nope. Oh my god. Oh god. Yeah, like, none technology. of you are fucking. <laughs> Nobody's listening to me. Anyway, I'm here, Sam. Jeez. <laughs> Why is it every time I'm allowed to be included, or I'm only allowed to be included? I'm not allowed to just be individual. <laughs> I'm only I'm only a person when you guys need to make a point that I'm not a part of. Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> I can hear you again. Go on. Okay. Um. Yeah. I just said it was just sort of surface deep or service level, I guess. But um, the music was mostly generic sounding. There's a few okay songs in there. Um. I thought the acting was good, but like the guy that did play Evan Hansen, he was definitely too old, I think, in my opinion. Um, um, he just looked like know. 25, and it was weird to see like a 25-year-old being a high school student. Yeah, they, they never have 25-year-olds playing college, not college students, <laughs> playing high school Call students. <laughs> they do, and it's always distracting. <laughs> But uh, whatever. Maybe, I mean, like after after Greece, I feel like my tolerance has been raised many bars. <laughs> after I was supposed to to believe that the people in Greece were high schoolers, they were. Also, I'm back. Oh uh, yeah, so I agree it was surface level. Um, but I don't think for what the movie is trying to do that that's necessarily bad. What is it trying to do exactly? I think it's just trying to bring up the subject and bring up a discussion rather than be anything much more than that yeah i guess that's and i think that the music know. just honestly will depend on your taste or tolerance for that i don't know i feel music. like it's like such a heavy uh topic that it it can't i don't know it would benefit from something deeper but i guess whatever it is what it is <laughs> i think that's kind of the thing though like i mean i, I think that's kind of where e was coming from too on that one Ooh. is that like he wanted it to be Hi. deeper and wanted it to be more than that but yeah that was a lot because like a uh, big complaint i ended up having is i felt like the uh actual basically the second act of trying of the uh foundation felt very superficial yeah ultimately like the idea of just we'll, we'll buy out the plant not the plant the orchard did I pronounce it right that time, or am I? Orchard, still... yeah. yeah, yeah, it's orchard. 
the orcs and... orchid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, why not the orcs? Like that felt like very solving nothing. In the end, like in the end, I sort of get it. It wasn't really for this Connor guy. It was for everybody else. Yeah. I guess, which sort I understand, like it. I don't know. We have weird, like, death culture anyway in this world. Yeah, America but... is very taboo about death. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was gonna say this for a lot of people. It seems like if, even people who haven't had to deal with suicide or even suicidal thoughts, it could be a, a sore subject, and so it's hard to approach it from all angles. Yeah. Like another thing, Dry was talking to me about is like it's such a personal topic that everyone wants it kind of done a different way. Like I yeah. tended to gravitate more to how it was uh, shown in um, a silent voice rather than that, mm-hmm. than dear Evan Hansen personally. So it's like, I don't know. It's one of those things like it's such a personal thing that it's hard to like really do everyone. I, I'm, yeah. I'm still talking. I, I think I gave it a six out of 10 personally, but like, I don't know. It's it's hard to say like it could because of just how different everyone wants to talk about a subject like that is. Yeah. 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 I think that's honestly where a lot of like the I loved it or I hated it kind of criticism usually comes from because it's like I hated it. It's just so surface level and nothing. And then other people are like, yeah, no, I liked it. I mean, it brings up the subject matter and I think it has some good songs to go along with it. Uh, and I, I get where it's it. going. I didn't hate it. I just thought it was okay <laughs> like i said there's a few songs that were pretty good some good emotional yeah. like moments but um yeah but yeah like, mexican otaku says in chat it's a topic that can't be generalized true yeah i don't know like i've had my i've had my like moments which is most of my life <laughs> <laughs> with like I don't know, just like depression and suicide and mental illness and whatnot. But like, um, yeah, <laughs> I guess, I guess I want to see something that reflects my experience. But I guess this doesn't really. Um, I think that's ultimately what it ends up being: is people are like I or people that are have gone through it. I think generally have the feeling of like I want it to be more expressive of like where I've gone through all of this or like how I've felt about this thing. And I think ultimately, like that's just not not what it is. Yeah. It was another thing I brought up. I was like, it, it does a thing a lot of stories about suicide do where it's not actually about like the person who committed suicide. It's more about the suicide itself, which isn't inherently yeah. a bad thing, in my opinion. Like you can tell stories about that, but like it, it does end up kind of feeling dehumanizing where it well, isn't it about who of... the person was. It's about that someone took their life without actually... <clears throat> addressing what led up to that situation kind of and again like different stories (laughs) are made for different reasons so there are stories about more like what drives someone to get to that kind of state of mind and all that but so it's kind of hard to say yeah Mm -hmm. i don't know i like maybe the music like the stage show does it differently but like when he died everybody was like eh so he was a shitty person (laughs) and then like when people started hearing about you know these great things or whatever that potentially happened with him then they're like oh well i think the interesting thing so we should mourn him 
Well, I think the more interesting thing about it is they're actually mourning before that even happens. The family itself, for the most part, isn't until all these letters come out. But, like, general people at school are like, oh, my God, we lost somebody. And, like, you see the jocks taking the picture and, like, everyone's talking yeah. about it. And so, like, people are, like, mourning or pretending to mourn or whatever you want to call it. Or, like, dealing with the situation in whatever way they know how to deal with that situation. Or some people are well, doing the thing because they're like, well, this is the topic of the moment. It's time to... Uh, pay attention yeah, to or that's... like I can't not address this because if I don't address this person doing this then I'm a monster right so... well I think it's also like uh, I don't know people don't really know how to handle situations like that and I think a lot of people are like super official about it and like they don't really care because they if they care they would have cared beforehand instead of just like bullying the guy because, I don't know. And, like, it was super obvious that he was not doing well because he was, like, super angry and <laughs> didn't have any friends and, you know, was into drugs and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. So that's, like, a whole other issue, too. Like, That's one of those things that I think doesn't translate to film very well from stage. Because on stage, you have to be very expressive and you have to make everything very obvious because you don't have a ton of time. You have to, like, put it out there right for the audience, right in front of their face. Because there's people... Mm-hmm who are fucking all the way in the back row that also need to get the same story as the people in the front row. So you can't have little small things like you can in like a movie. Like if the person is like really sad and depressed, like you need to have it all over their costume. Very obvious. You need to act, make them act they gotta be like... extremely this way. Like you can't have <laughs> yeah. a single tear shed. You have to have them collapse and collapse into the into cra- and cradle themselves. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like, it's some of the stuff that like, I think just doesn't translate well from stage to movie. Is kind of where I is honestly some of the parts that the the movie falters because on a stage you're willing to like suspend your disbelief a little more and kind of let this stuff happen, whereas in a movie it's you're supposed to be sucked into this world and believe that it's real, and so your suspension of disbelief is on a completely different level than it normally would be. Yeah, I don't know, just like the. The topic of suicide itself is like it. <laughs> it's it's home for it's me, a, yeah, yeah, like really hard because it's something you know. I spent time in the mental hospital because I attempted, and like I've experienced that, and I've experienced like people's reactions to that, and it's made me bitter and angry because of it. Um, so. Like, just people's reactions, like, oh, it's just so sad, so sad, whatever. Here's a suicide helpline hotline number, like, fuck you, I don't, it's useless, I don't need that, (laughs) I need someone to actually give a fuck. Um, Yeah, anyway, that's just, like, a whole different rant I can go on, though, that is very personal to me, and um, yeah. Right, and, like, I think whereas, like, that's been your experience, I think there's probably almost assuredly people out there who like didn't even know that that was a resource out there and they were given that resource and that flips a switch to help them do something and change something. Yeah. And I think the orchard thing is a nice, it's a nice thought, but also at the same time, like E pointed out that it was sort of pointless and also a bit, um, in my opinion, it's just like sort of a privileged thing that would happen. For someone like that, Um, it's more of a symbolic victory than it is like an actual helping any of anything. Um, like 
putting together this like beautiful orchard in the name of somebody is like kind of a privilege for somebody like um suicide happens so often homeless people um people of color stuff like that um and those usually just get swept under the rug absolutely it's nothing but you know when a rich white kid does it which i'm not saying it's like better or worse either way but it's i don't know i feel like those resources and that money could have gone to something to actually help people yeah Yeah. of course it can but again that's (laughs) not really what the point of when somebody does something like that it's not for that person it's not for the cause i know i know for those people which i I think the movie does touch on that too to an extent I suppose. But anyway, I don't yeah. Know. But I don't know. That's just my. I think one way to look that, at it yeah. too, though, is it it may not be perfect in the way that it's going forward with it, but it is a step towards the right direction. I mean, there, this is the thing, though, that most media that portrays like mental illness or suicide or anything like that is really bad. It doesn't tend to portray it like in a realistic light. Um, so I don't know. I can't like, I don't think it portrayed any of this in a bad light. Um, no, no, I don't. Think and it's it not that. like, I don't know. It's not like perpetuating some dumb ideas or whatever, but I think it does shine a light on people's reactions and like, you know, stuff like that and how it's not always, <laughs> I don't know. You just be mindful, I guess. Yeah. Instead yeah. of just like doing it, like saying something or doing something for like your own clout or whatever. I don't know. Um, yeah. I don't know if anything I'm saying is making sense, but. No, I get what you're going for. I get it. Same. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was just interested to see what your thoughts on that would be because you weren't on that episode. Yeah. And I found myself while listening to it wanting to like jump in and talk about stuff. <laughs> so... <laughs> we should have just, just called Jariah right there. And off the point, and then hung up as soon as you're done. <laughs> um, yeah, let's. Uh, I I'm realizing I have a bunch of fucking annoying errors in this goddamn about this episode thing that I'm looking at when it's staring me right in the goddamn face. I hate this. I uh, wish I could fix that right now, and I can't. Anyway, yeah, uh, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I talked about uh, Ozark last week, and I was in the middle of part one of their last season. <laughs> yeah. Oh, not Ozarkand. <laughs> I was like, not Ozarkand. No, I was like, I don't remember what Ozarkand is, but <laughs> no, nope, not Ozarkand. Uh, it's actually a new ride at Disney. <laughs> um, yeah, Ozark. I think it's season four, part one of part of two parts, because that they're doing that whole split up the last season thing. Um, it's great. It's a really. It's, it continues to be amazing. Every episode is better than the last one since episode one of season one. I've not been disappointed by the show at all. It's, it's been great the whole time. I'm, I'm really in love with it. I'm glad that it's finally getting the recognition that it fucking deserves from the general populace, uh, as I went over last week. But one thing I will say is the end of this feels like the middle of a season. Like, big things are happening, but it 100% feels like, oh, yeah, no, like the show, I, next week I watch another episode, right? But no. Nope, yeah, I gotta wait till later this year to finish this this season. 
end series ultimately because this will be the end they only Um, put part of the season out is that what you're saying yeah they did the thing that breaking bad did of like hey this is part one of the or like they cut up the last season into halves so they could have another season but i I don't know actually go on i i don't think that's a bad thing i think a lot of people are actually like mourning the time where you don't just binge shows you have to like patiently wait and so you can like mull over it and like think about think about it more and it, it doesn't leave your mind as quickly i guess absolutely but my problem with it is is that this is literally half of the last season like it's <laughs> not like they they filmed it and it's like this is like a huge cliffhanger like some stuff is happening but like every episode ends with a cliffhanger it's like this is literally half of the season and we get the other half of the season later in the year weird and yeah, it's something that uh, <clears throat> The Walking Dead was actually really famous for doing, too, is cutting their seasons up into two separate things. Well, what they're doing now with their last season, it's actually three parts. Oh, boy. Because Damn. they have a super extended final season. I think it's 20 episodes for their last season. Each of those is also separated into two episodes. So you get <laughs> their episodes are Walking actually Dead 1, yeah. episode 1, Walking Dead 1, episode 2, <laughs> then Walking Dead 2, episode 1. <laughs> I mean, it is one of those shows that did very well for itself, and so they can get away with a lot of shit that a lot of other shows don't get away with. They got away with just changing the source material entirely yeah. for no reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, there was I mean, reasons, but bad ones, also, though. Yeah. <laughs> that show has uh, not held up, I think. I th- almost everybody I've talked to about that show is like, oh, yeah, after, uh, I guess, spoilers for Walking Dead for anybody who's listening to any of this. After Glenn died, I was not into this show anymore at all. Yeah, same, same, same. <laughs> like almost everybody I've talked to is like, yeah. After Glenn died, I was out. Yeah. I mean, and he like was one of the best. Eventually, watch it. He was one of the best characters, like from the whole show. And I think he was in the comics too, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's comics, one of those so... things that people argue too, is uh, because that scene that happens with Glenn that does happen in the comics. Uh, they just kind of did a fake out with it because uh, the one that they choose first, the redheaded guy. Uh, he mm-hmm. died earlier on in the comic book series. Like that scene where like Negan's guys are coming after them at the tra- train tracks and like that one girl gets an arrow through the back of the head and going through her eye. Uh, that was originally the redheaded guy that that happened to. And then they did the kind of the fake out wherever like, you know, they kill him first and then they kill Glenn after that to try to give people like that sense of relief. And then no, they kill Glenn. But like, I think it's a great moment and a super shocking moment. Yeah. But also I think the writing just went downhill after Glenn. Died. Yeah. Well, the writing had been going mm-hmm. down for a while, and then it, it hit, hit like the spike with like the introduction of Negan, and then it just started going back down again. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think the the episodes and like parts with Negan were really cool. Like, it felt like something was actually on the line for a while, and it was. And then he like fucked shit up, and then it's like went too far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the problem. It's just. Yeah, I don't know. I think he was like a thing. great, um, like villain for sure. Yes, but <laughs> he's still in the show. He's still, he's still in there. He plays a yeah. completely different role. Uh, if you've if you've read the comics, then uh, you know exactly where he's at because it fo- it's following him so far Mm-mm. to the T of what happens to him in the comics, actually. But like, hmm. it's exactly what happens in the comics, and whether or not you're into that or not is going to depend on you. Uh, I know for a fact they will not be ending the show in the same way they ended the comics. Uh, I mean, they can't. They literally can't because they have three spinoffs they got to go, and one of them is a sequel spinoff. Oh, God. Starring two characters that are in the show currently. Jogging Dead. 
it's I think it's called Daryl and it's literally called Daryl and Carol. Sounds like mm-hmm. a sitcom. Okay, it and does well, sound like a sitcom. I was gonna say <laughs> it it's actually hilarious. Part of the thing actually, too, with, uh, uh, Daryl wasn't even part of the comics. Like yeah. they just added him for the TV show. But yeah, and he's yeah. like the most popular part of the show now, right? Mm-hmm. So they go Daryl uh-huh. and Carol, and they meet their neighbor Meryl, and <laughs> they get this dog people... that's feral. <laughs> I think there would actually be a, an uprising if they had killed Daryl, like at the most popular point of the show. <laughs> yeah, people yeah. would have started flipping tables, uh, and people yeah. were flipping tables just with the idea. Like people brought the idea, of, like what if they killed Daryl, and like everyone's like, "Nah!" <laughs> yeah, like he is, he is the most he is the Walking Dead. Should have just had him like fade out of existence. <laughs> just to be like, yeah, we wanted to like go back to the canon of the comics. I mean, just like, well, it would be really funny. It would just like, you know, you're not canonically a character. He goes, oh, and then just fades out of existence, and then just, that's just, just how like, he leaves. They're like, oh yeah, uh, he was actually a figment of the imagination of uh, John Smith all along. I don't know. Well, the, the thing that's actually uh, Rick, so he Rick he was written out of the show because the actor was yeah, tired the, act- of- yeah, the actor's like, yeah, I'm done with this. Yeah, he he saw the writing on the wall. Um, but when he left, he's like, I will sign a deal, however, that I will do three more movies. And the movies are not even in production yet. <laughs> so who the fucking knows what's going to happen with any of those, it's if just, they'll even happen at this point. They're just right. all called Rick. I mean, <laughs> it's one of those things. Like, the reason it's gone on as long as it's gone on is because, like, they pulled some fluff to, you know, they fluffed up the, the, what, the storyline of the comic books enough that they could, you know, have some low budget episodes and get to, you know, make more money off of it on what was arguably one of the most profitable TV shows for the longest time. And now it's starting to go downhill. Yeah. Like it's still in the ratings. Like it's nothing to slouch at, you know? Right. But it's not how it was in its heyday. Yeah. In its heyday, it was the most popular television show on TV. Yeah. Like, like are competing up against like game of Thrones level of, (laughs) you know, moolah they're making off of it. Now it's just a TV show. Yeah. That's the other thing is like when this show started, Breaking Bad was like getting it was at its peak, yeah, and getting ready to end. And like this felt like, oh man, they're like really dedicating themselves to like serious adult things. And then it's like season three came around, people were like, okay, this is just this is just popcorn garbage, yeah. Which some people were there for, some people weren't. Yeah, I mean, and it's one of those things like, I. Hmm. So here's the thing: I actually read some of the comics for The Walking Dead too, and like. They're like the reason why I say that they fluffed it up a lot is because like I have like the first book out of like the 28 books that yeah. they have of this and like in that short book that's probably I want to say like maybe 100 pages or something like that uh it goes from basically all of season 1 all of season 2 and then like beginning into season 3 so like the first two seasons of the show is in a book like that's maybe an inch thick that was also another thing they elongated season 2 a shit oh ton. yeah they turned what is essentially like 20 pages into an entire season. Exactly. And they did that because they're just trying to like fluff it up as much as possible. So like I said, they can get some low budget episodes in yeah. and, you know, then have like a payoff at the end, quote unquote, to try to just basically maximize their money on the show. Just you guys wait till they get to the baseball episode. Uh, well, <laughs> actually. So about that. <laughs> they have baseball uh, Negan comes in with his bat, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and he has everybody sit in a diamond. <laughs> That's very funny. kind of right. It's <laughs> very funny if you've seen the show. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. So anyway, enough about Walking Dead. I want to talk about something that I watched that I'm very excited about watching. What else did you watch that you're very excited about? Oh, I, yeah. it was I mean, it was Ark 2. 
Uh, actually, everything that I'm going to be talking about tonight, I've, I genuinely really loved. But, Sam, are you playing Horizon? I am playing Tomb Raider. <laughs> are you doing whippets? <laughs> also, I have my sound down, but the sound is coming from my controller. Yeah, there's a. You can turn that off in the options, just, just an FYI. No, I'm so okay. So we don't hear so. whippets yeah. every 10 seconds. <laughs> I mean, it's probably better than if I tried playing a computer game while we were doing this. Like, well, that's happened a lot, Robbie. So, I mean, <laughs> has happened. it happened at the beginning. <laughs> I did that like twice. <laughs> what did you watch, Drive? I watched After Party. Afterburn. Uh, After it's Party incredible. game? No, it's a show. Uh, it is the second oh. show on Apple Plus that I think is genuinely amazing. Okay. Wow, and how much does that service cost? Do they go like to hell? Nothing. It's like $4 uh, a month or something. We have it free for another three months. So <laughs> once we're done having it free, I will not have it any longer. <laughs> well, we need to watch Wolf. You need to tell me if Wolfwalkers is neat. Oh, yeah. Right, right, right. I'll definitely get on that. I'm sure you will. <laughs> <laughs> I'll definitely remember after this and look it up immediately. Actually, I might because now it's on my TV instead of just on my PlayStation. But anyway, after, uh, after party, it is a. Comedy based Who Done It. It is a mystery show where there is a detective who goes in and her whole thing is she has to interview people because she wants to get the full story of what happened at this party. This is this big big mansion party from this huge celebrity. Um and so everybody that she interviews, whenever she's interviewing and they're telling the story, they're a different film style. Oh, so one person okay. she's talking to, she's like this weird artsy person. It's like a fucking up your ass, <laughs> black and white, like indie art movie. Whenever she's talking about her story, uh, the guy who's like going there to like try and like be with a girl, like get fall in love with her is a fucking rom-com. Like it's, it's shot in that style, like shot in that way and everything like is colorized in that way. Um, one person who like keeps saying that he's trying to get the guy who died to bless his track, like be on his track. His is a musical episode. Uh, <laughs> it's. So fucking good. Uh, every single episode, I've been laughing my ass off the entire time. It is hilarious. Dang, I can't believe they copied the Conan Kid Next Door episode where they're trying to figure out what happened to the pizza. And every character has a different genre of storytelling when they tell their version of the pizza. Yeah, it actually says uh, inspired by Codename Kid Next Door in the credit. No. Um so yeah, it has also an all- all-star cast. Uh, Tiffany Haddish, Sam Richardson, Zoe Chow, uh, Ike Barinholtz, yep, yep. Ben Schwartz, Ilana Glazer, yep. Dave Franco, uh, Tina Surkar, Geneva Angelson, Kelvin Yu. Like, it's tons of super, super, super funny people. Those were names. Nice. <laughs> uh, a few of these people. <laughs> one person that I know you know 100% for sure is Ben Terry Schwartz. <laughs> uh, he is the voice of Sonic in the films currently. Yeah. May the Schwartz be with um, you, right? Ike Barinholtz, Robbie probably recognized okay. the name from Mad TV. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna ignore it. Yeah, it's gonna ignore you, Sam. You're playing Tomb Raider or whatever. Um, <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> yeah, I'm Tiffany Haddish uh, is Tomb everywhere. Raider. No, uh, <laughs> she's kind of everywhere right now. She's super, super popular comedian, uh, and she's in a bunch of like female-led comedy things and a couple uh, serious roles too. But she's fucking hilarious in this. Uh, Sam Richardson is. In a movie that I will be showing you guys this year called Werewolves Within. Mm, and oh yeah. I believe you'll immediately fall in love with this man. He is charming and nerdy as hell. It's 
He's fantastic. You want to bet? I'll bet. I'll bet five dollars. There was another whippet. Um, <laughs> I think you just won five bucks off that whippet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just keep hearing Sam do whippets. God um, damn it! Let me turn this off. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> no way, Sam. Turn it up actually, so I can hear you. So I could just imagine what this playthrough is. <laughs> like, um, Sam's going down the piranha infested slide. But, but yeah, it's honestly just a super funny, super charming thing. It gives me tons of clue vibes on it, uh, which is just the best thing that you can ask for in any kind of like whodunit comedy thing is just be like, this reminds me of Clue somewhat because Clue is just the fucking highest bar when it comes to both of those things in my mind. So it's incredible. Yeah, uh, try opening up the board game and just like everywhere. He's like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, there's a lamp. Is that and there's not even a lamp in Clue. Is there? <laughs> there's a candlestick. No candlestick. Yeah. That's like a lamp. I was about to say that it's like, oh man, there's a candlestick next it's to like the a lamp. primitive lamp. Yeah, that's like what old people use for lamps, right? I like open up an old vintage <laughs> one. Yeah. Oh my god, this is when the rope was actually a rope. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we have to use e rope, not your rope, obviously. No, my rope has other uses. Hmm. Um. <laughs> Shoes are very hard yeah. to come by. Shoes? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you didn't notice that his feet were just wrapped in rope this yeah. entire time? Somehow I didn't, but now that you mention it, this is odd. Um, yeah, watch that. Um, I will have you know, you have sold me on this other than the fact I would have to watch it on Apple Plus. Yeah. Well, you can get six months for free, so there's that. No, I can't. Yeah, you just say, hey, here's my email. Yeah, uh, I don't have an email. I lost it. That's a lie. I've emailed. Well, actually, I've emailed you recently, and you never replied. So maybe it's not a lie. <laughs> uh, someone got that email though. It's a picture of a dick. I assume it wasn't you. Oh my god. Maybe I should assume it was you. Anyway. Anyways, clue two. Another mystery on our hands. Clue two. Electric clue glue. Uh, is fantastic. I. Uh, it's one of two shows on Apple Plus that I would actually recommend people watch. Okay, and, like take their the time out. One coast to coast on a motorcycle, man. What coast to coast on? No, that's not technically an Apple show. Oh, that was a BBC thing before <laughs> Apple bought it. <laughs> it's kind of funny that you did end up figuring it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long way around. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, the other one is um, defending Jacob, which I talked about a while back, but that show was also great. I binged that in like two days. Pretty cool to Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Defending Jacob, Saving Private Ryan. Uh, the sequel, Oops. All berries. <laughs> Oops, all Ryan. Um, Oops, all spiders. Uh, well, yeah, it's a great show. Anyway, yeah, After Party. Uh, super, 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 super funny. And just fun to watch. It's just fun. Uh, Robbie. Yes. You said you've been watching weird YouTube things. Yeah. Um, Especially like last night, because I just wanted to talk about it. Was um... <laughs> you watched it to talk about it? No, not to talk about it. Something I just oh. kind of stumbled okay. upon last night. <laughs> uh, was because um, one thing that I like to do whenever I like watch YouTube videos is like I'll go down like the list of recommendations. Like, oh, that looks interesting. Like, open up a new tab to put in the YouTube thing, and I accidentally clicked <laughs> the wrong one, and I had a tab that was just said racist carrot on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> And uh, yeah, there's this guy who does EDM music and has like these really weird uh, like 30 second shorts that he does to, like promote his music. And his <laughs> newest one is called Racist Carrot. And it's literally. Carrot? Yeah, Carrot. Okay. And uh, yeah, it was him talking to a bunch of board members like, hey, 
everybody did a really good job today. Thanks a lot for your input. Except for you, racist carrot. <laughs> like, yeah, what the fuck was that racist carrot? And like, just this realistic looking carrot just sitting there with the face on. Just says, I'm going to be equally racist tomorrow. What? <laughs> And then, agree, what? <laughs> yeah, one of the guys says what, and then like the main guy like goes like throw a fake punch at him, and it screams, and then it goes Salvatore Ganache on it, and just does sure. these really weird shorts like that. That and, just sounds like the most 2006 random humor like, thing. It, it sounds like the most Robbie thing. It kind of is a Robbie <laughs> thing. Uh, it almost reminds me of like 2006. Is like the kind of humor he has. It's like there's that one, and then like he had another one that was Salvadori and Ganachi, and like there's an old man that followed him around who's named Ganachi, and he was Salvatore or Salvatore, and they were just driving around on this old beige computer, and like Ganachi goes to like drive the computer away while the, the uh, while Salvatore talks to a guy, and crashes into a little kid and ends up bursting the computer into flames and. There's that one. They had one called F the police, wherever uh, he's going to go in an air giant letter F's at the police. It might as well have been uh, uh, this pointy. one. In par- that one in particular was like uh, he wanted to like ride off in an air balloon. But like the company came was like, sorry, we don't have ac- actual balloons for your air balloon lift. Like there's nothing we can do about it. It's like, well, you see any cops around? No. And then like the cart starts floating away and he flips off the screen. Yeah, this is definitely lol, so random humor. I'm not here for it, Robbie. Too bad. I'm not. I love not. it. I love it. There's 700 more that Robbie's going through. <laughs> and most of the stuff apparently is just like, because like one of them was just him sliding through the woods and then like it goes to the actual Fuck. music video of it. Which he has a music video called Step Grandma, where like this grandma does or has a bad memory. And so like when her grandchildren come over, she just looks at the pictures of them. So he breaks into her house and takes a bunch of pictures of himself and then replaces his photo with the kids photos and then she becomes a step grandma until he breaks one of the photos at the end of the music video and she realizes that like a picture of her grandchildren are behind his picture and pulls out a luger to kill him and then like he flips over the couch and runs away uh-huh also at one point they throw a molotov at the children yeah, that's oh funny. my god i uh one of those weird things i just stumbled upon in youtube yeah that's something that I agree with Sam. No, that's Robbie. That's Robbie content. <laughs> yeah. Well, gotta strike that from the. Is this a movie? Uh, yeah, that's well, damn. That's not a movie. No, they're thirty <laughs> seconds a piece. They're definitely not movies. They're definitely. That's not like... how is this a movie works. If we no, vote, it's, it's a movie. It's a movie. Those aren't movies. I'm voting. I can't wait till I just play a video of someone oh going cash. <laughs> well, if I like it more than other things, then <laughs> I purposely show like the shittiest things I can find. I mean, if I ever did, are we? Like, is this a movie? Are, are, we, be, a movie? are we a movie? <laughs> I don't know. Are we wow. a movie? Getting kind of mad. are we a podcast? Uh, Getting real existential. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, if I was gonna bring that, I'd probably bring like little art house movies. Like, I, I guess one good example of one is uh, there's a little six minute short that I remember seeing called the uh, Instant Doctor. That was actually part of. Um, I don't think you can find it on YouTube yet because it was actually part of like a. Um, oh fuck! What are they called? Movie? Um, no, uh, it was festival. Yeah, fe- it was part of a movie festival Sunrise. where they're doing shorts. Huh? Sunrise. No. Uh, it was called Instant Doctor. It was basically a guy like goes into like a uh, a little booth to like um, try to get a cure for his cough, and they say that they find two ailments on him, and like one cures his cough, and the other one says that he has a tumor and he has six months to live. 
and like basically him like okay. not being okay. I was, yeah, is that well, a joke? I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah, no, that was an actual thing. It was for a film festival. If they did that. No, I just thought like that was the end of the thing. Yeah, like, like no, it like, wasn't the one end. One does the this, and the other one doesn't. And you had a real long pause there to make it seem like it was an ending. <laughs> well, because like after that, it's basically him like uh, kind of like trying to react to that. Because like usually whenever that happens, the doctor will kind of like try to bring some humanity into it, like tell you that he's sorry, and like try to give you some options and everything, and like saying basically. It was their way of saying, like, thank you for bringing humanity to medicine in a weird way. Okay. Saying that if it was completely automated, that it would take the humanity out of it. And, like, it, uh, it's basically a guy, like, wanting to react to it, but knowing that he can't because he's sitting inside of a booth at, or at a bus station and, can't, like, has no way to, like, really react to the fact that he only has, like, six months left to live. Well, uh, I'll say, if you ever end up doing that, I don't think you can bring that one because now we know how it works. Yeah. But... I, I didn't plan on bringing that one, but I have no idea how I would bring that one to it. Not since if it was a we film forget. festival. That, well, yeah, that's true. Uh, because there's actually one of the YouTubers I would have brought some of his uh, little short movies to it uh, was saying that whenever maybe, he brings maybe, something to a maybe festival, maybe save them. Maybe save them. I'm not going to talk about the actual shorts. I'm just okay. Saying, uh, what he was saying, what he has said in the past is that if you have something for a festival, you cannot put it online because it's meant for the festival, and so like yeah, that's yeah, and so like that kind of goes against the rules of the festival. So if you you know, say like, oh, I'm going to bring my little short film to your film festival and then put it on YouTube. They'll cancel, they'll cancel your uh, movie from said film festival. Yeah, you yeah. sign a contract. Yeah. I, I, there's a lot of short films I wanted to watch, but this can't because of that reason. Even like years after the fact. Mm-hmm. You sign a contract for it to be just for them on the festival for a right. very for a certain amount of time. It's usually five to ten year contract. I don't know if it's quite that much. Uh, one of the films I wanted to bring was actually maybe so because um for his i think it was like 2016 that he did his and he just recently uh put the extended version of it on youtube Mm -hmm. because like originally it was like a 16 minute long short but the full cut of it's 22 minutes long and he recently put that one on youtube for everyone to watch because it's the kind of thing of like when they come into town they want to be able to be like hey we have this short that you can only watch with us yeah like it'll get people coming back sure but i I just feel like when they're out of town Like which doesn't matter you know, anymore, yeah, except for those much. fourteen days of the years. All the rest of the year, they're not in town. Yeah, yeah. So that's my thing. Like, I mean, I, I get I, having it to where like it's for exclusively the festival. But once the festival's over, I feel like it should be somewhat yeah. fair game. Because like, it's more of an issue of it being five to ten years before you can upload that after the fact. Yeah, and sometimes just like because it's such a long time frame, it just never happens. Like I've had some. People talk about these cool short uh, shorts they saw and they're just gone because there's not physical media you can buy of them a lot of times. And then if they don't remember to upload them 10 years after the fact, yeah. you just can't watch them. Right. Yeah. Like for shorts, it's a dumb thing because it's like it's a short like it's a very small piece of content. And it feels like a short can still take one person a very long time to make. Yeah. And so it makes sense for them to be able to like, go out there and monetize it however they can. Um, so it sucks that they put them in those kind of shitty contracts because they don't really get anything from the festival unless they get a deal. Um, Unless they get a deal or it's or they get an award for it or something like that. Or, I mean, if yeah. you get an award for it, wow, you have an award. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hopefully you can, also you use can that utilize as, that to make a deal. Yeah, but. exactly. I was going to say that basically becomes like a resume for a filmmaker of like, hey, here's my award winning film that you can watch that or my award winning short that I, you know, got a such and such festival. I did it for this much money in this much amount of time. Yeah. What if you gave me this much money and I got a couple of people? I get, imagine what I can make for you. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, what award did you win? <laughs> Best Serial. <laughs> uh, best fake cereal in a six minute long short that happens to have three redheads and a blonde in it it's a very specific award <laughs> uh, man, that was a really crazy category I heard there was 12 movies there 
but yeah, like for films, it makes more sense to have them in these weird contracts yeah. because a film, usually on the first year, you'll get a deal if you're right. a good film. So, but with shorts, like it's not that same way because people don't put as much stock in shorts, unfortunately. Yeah, no, and it, like the pipeline of short to movie is very few in be- in between, if I remember correctly. Correct. Yeah, like uh, one of the people that I wouldn't say got lucky because he's extremely talented, but the director of Lights Out, he started off on YouTube making shorts, uh, and James Wan was just like, "Yeah, this is a really really good five minutes. I bet you can make a really good hour and a half." Here's money to do that. And so he just did his short, but made it longer, basically, which I love Lights Out. It's a very fun movie. Very good. I wouldn't say it's extremely scary unless you're afraid of the dark, but it's well. super fun. Um, and he was able to make that into a huge career because he is, again, a really good filmmaker. And so he's able to make he's been making a bunch of shorts while he was in quarantine for a while. He did Shazam, obviously, Shazam 2, Annabelle. Shazam he's, 3, Shazam 4. He did. He managed to make a prequel, two prequels that are better than the originals, actually. Annabelle came out, and it's one of the movies in the Conjuring universe. Uh-huh. It's fucking garbage. The first Annabelle is so fucking boring, and it's just yeah. it's a shit show of a movie. There's maybe 10 minutes of anything good in there. It just tries to be Rosemary's Baby again, but with a fucking doll. It's garbage. Yeah, uh, I, I feel like the only thing that was really cool in the first Annabelle movie was like whenever you see the doll kind of sitting in the dark and it starts floating, and you realize that there's like a dark figure holding it up at the end of it. Like That's probably one of the coolest shots they did in the movie. Other than that, like it is just kind of... Yeah, and then he uh, managed to come in and make an incredibly good... Oh, I, I say incredibly good. Some people don't like it too much. But I think he made an incredibly good prequel, um, Annabelle Creation, uh, which is miles ahead. Even if you don't like it, you have to admit it is miles ahead from the original, yeah. just in ev- production value and script writing. Is Annabelle um, the one with, with the, all the trailers where like, the old lady's like, oh, you need to watch my grandson... No, that's what? that's is a that whole movie. No, you need to what watch my that? grandson. No, that that was one of her like the parents were like had their son as a doll, and they hired a babysitter to watch. Oh, the doll, like and the, then, like, the boy, boy? Being alive. or the yeah. boy? I think yeah, I think that's I don't think he would have seen those trailers because that's like a super weird indie horror movie. No, that that's the thing that came out in, in theaters. Are you talking about the old people? They were just like, oh, you need to watch your son, and the babies are like, all right. That's what? I remember from the trailer. Is it the babysitter? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Does the babysitter have a doll as the thing they babysat? No, I think maybe you are thinking of the boy or Chucky. Well, I think Chucky. you're thinking of the boy though, actually, which is weird because I don't know yeah. when you would have seen that trailer. I don't know. Was it? Wasn't or, the second one the bit more? I watched. Uh, you showed me uh, Midsummer. Oh I, yeah, I think the boy two trailer was at the beginning of Midsummer. There we go. Yep. That's it. Problem solved. Uh, Shani in chat is saying the boy is weak. Uh, he probably could yeah. be beat up very easily. He's a doll. Yeah, he's a doll boy. Uh, doll. He's a little boy. Ayo. Fucking Punt him out dummy, the isn't it? Yeah. Uh, also, David F. Sandberg, I have not been naming him because I couldn't remember his name. I had to look him up. Is the director of all of that stuff. And then Ouija, or yeah. Ouija came out. And the original's garbage. Yeah. I never even watched like, the original. I just believed Robbie and everybody on the internet. Yeah, because garbage. like he told me he wanted to show me the, uh, the prequel to it. And I was like, yeah, I'm not watching that. And he's like, no, it's really good. I was like, no, I've seen the first. It's fucking garbage. And he's like, no, 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 it's actually really good. And he had to talk me into watching it. And the prequel is fucking amazing. He just like brought, he's like, all right, fine, Robbie. We'll watch a completely unrelated movie. What's it called? Uh, Ouija 
begins. It, it kind of was like he invited me over to watch a movie and then he just put that on. What was cool till they did in the side? Also, I, uh, I was going to say I looked it up. Uh, the Instant Doctor, which I watched like midway the last year, I think I maybe I've watched it in 2020, but it actually is on YouTube. Okay, cool. Yeah. Also, oh, that's if you look Hello. up. Yeah, it's just <laughs> under sci-fi short film Instant Doctor, and then it, the channel name is Dust. Okay. Uh, yeah, Schnee says the boy was cool till they did an assignment ending. Uh, I'm not familiar with that term, an assignment ending. What does that mean? Ass. Oh. oh. I was thinking like we were getting philosophical, like that we were getting into like that film school terms. <laughs> that is the best autocorrect like timing, like an assignment ending. What does that mean? Yes. <laughs> uh, I have one slightly better than that. Like this was early days of autocorrect, but like um. A girl that I was dating around the time sent me like you know whenever um like finger art was a thing wherever like, they draw finger on or draw face on their finger. Oh, I thought you were talking about like literally like finger painting. I was like, yeah, oh, kindergarten no. was cool. Well, no, like <laughs> yeah, wherever they like, take a sharpie and like put eyes and a smile on their finger. Yeah, uh, she did that and she put like a little mustache on them. And I was gonna put, hey, cool stash, bro. And since stash is short of mustache, but not a real word, it put statutory toxitosis. What? As the correction of it. What is the, What is that even? Statutory toxitosis, I had to look it up. Was, now is, you know it by heart. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, because I told the story a couple of times. Was, um, that's basically the sickness you get whenever you eat black mold. Huh. Cool. Well, yeah. maybe so you just thought huh? the mustache was black mold. <laughs> maybe. Did you, did you think that? Did you like play it off? No. no? <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally, like, my next text was like, that is the weirdest autocorrect I've ever had in my entire life. And then ever... we had the conversation of what the hell does that even mean? Why would that ever be an autocorrect option? Good question. I know like early autocorrect was like not very helpful, but like, yeah. why would that ever be something a human being would need to say? The only thing I could think of is the phone that I had at the time was a Blackberry. <laughs> Blackberry, that? black. Mold. So that was I a get, long time ago. Connection. Yeah, yeah, it was a long time that like a Blackberry is known as like a businessman's phone. I guess. <laughs> his phone sees like stash. Like, because he's talking about a mustache. No, no, no. He's talking about the black mold thing. Somebody in his in his hospital ate black mold. Right, right. It's a Blackberry. We're Blackberry. Right. It's definitely a mold. Thing. <laughs> yeah, definitely, a, definitely a mold thing. He should probably get that looked after. <laughs> Phones talk to themselves. By the way, I don't know if you guys knew that. <laughs> That's how they know. Everybody's fine. phone yeah, yeah. has like a little board of directors in there that makes every single decision everyone's phone What's has a business phone laptop in yeah. inside the phone if you like l- like really listen carefully you can just hear the good coughing bad cough go back and forth on the autocorrect <laughs> yeah that's why it's called a motherboard there's a family inside that's constantly arguing about what things mean Ooh. <laughs> says big mid roll on blackberry yeah this episode is sponsored by blackberry uh the <laughs> blackberry the even is... exists anymore nope they did and now they don't again yeah it's <laughs> like they tried coming out with like their own blackberry version of android to try to like make themselves a company again and it just failed mm-hmm. i actually wanted one again because it had a touch screen and then it had a full keyboard yeah so i was like i like full keyboard that that's way better than touch screens for me yeah uh and then nobody wanted it still, so they went out of business again. They mm-hmm. did the mistake of, what else are you offering? And they're like, what? Yeah, well, what do you mean? We're phone. Remember phone? <laughs> People are like, oh, what apps can you get? Phone? Uh, phone. Uh, you call people and uh, keyboard so you can type. You can type There's a people. phone app on it. <laughs> cool. What am I going to use that keyboard for? PowerPoint? PowerPoint. <laughs> PowerPoint. That would be hilarious. <laughs> that would. 
uh, Word, PowerPoint, um, <laughs> Office, Excel, uh, uh, Pornhub, uh, <laughs> all the all the businessman things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when you had phone? <laughs> well, who was phone? <laughs> but who was phone? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, a bunch of squares. We're having too much fun with this. Yeah. So that's neat. Um. Anyway, YouTube, huh? Yeah, YouTube. Mm-hmm. Cool. Finding weird stuff like Instant Doctor and Salvatore Ganache. <laughs> Sometimes I fall asleep watching YouTube and it brings me to some weird fucking places. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. You got to turn autoplay like, off. Man. I do not. I was learning play. about some old ass planes and stuff the other night. <laughs> As you do when you're yeah. eating a couple of edibles. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, for me, I was going to say, at least like the weird stuff that I go on to on YouTube, it's just like it gets recommended to me. I'm like, oh, yeah, that seems interesting. Uh, yeah. I've just been watching a lot of Matt Stoney lately. If I you're not aware, Matt Stoney is. is a competitive eater who oh, does competitive eating right, challenges right, on yeah. YouTube as well. Uh, he's the guy who actually holds the current record for Ridiculous. the heart attack burger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he also, the one that I loved watching him do, I watched this. I watched like a fucking hour of dumb shit Matt Stoney videos before I got out of bed this morning. I had other shit to do, but I had to watch him eat four bags of potato chips first. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry, I can't come into work yet. I, ha- I have to watch this guy eat potato one chips. One at a time. <laughs> uh, well, actually, it turned into that because he started ripping the shit out of his mouth, which I don't think he thought was going to happen. Uh, anyway, he ate four bags of potato like, chips. It was great. what kind of potato chips? They were just, just like basic-ass Lay's, yeah. Basic assignment. Yeah, that would... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least whenever I watched like eating on YouTube, it was like back whenever it was like extreme eating. <laughs> like he says Fritos, and I do think that would be much worse. To eat. Oh, that would be oh, that would be really really weird shapes. Like, oh, they're weird shape yeah. and they're have the they're harder sandpaper. Yeah, yeah. And like, plus they're so they're, dry. They're dry, but also oily. Like, yeah, yeah. a weird chip. I think that might it kill is. you if you ate four bags of Fritos. Yeah, also I think Fritos he- aren't very good. I also I watched think. him eat an entire gallon jar of pickles, Jesus, and drink all the pickle juice. Oh, um, he didn't be so. Sad. And he tried a seven hundred dollar <laughs> pop rock challenge, which was he no. spent seven hundred dollars on pop rocks and put them all into no. a bowl. Um, the moisture in the air them. just made them all stick together, and you could already hear them oh, popping God. before he even started eating them. Uh, he got to it was like a big ass fucking salad bowl, and he got <laughs> to the brim, and he's like, "I'm done. I can't fucking eat anymore. It just tastes like garbage." I can't do it. And it took uh, him 30 see, that, minutes to that do that. That one would suck so that's much awful. because that's that would hurt. sugar. Yeah. So that's yeah. the other thing is he had like His three packs of sour apple hot. mixed in because he couldn't find the other ones that he was going for. Who? Um, and so like at the point where he was, when he started eating sour apple, he had bitten his tongue. Uh, and he hit the sour apple. He's like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. This um, burns like hell. Oh, god damn. Yeah. So, I feel that. That's painful. Yeah, uh, the last eating video that I watched was this guy named, called L.A. Beast, and like he was known for eating like these really crazy foods. Like, I saw him eat a cactus in in uh, one of the episodes, like pins okay, and all. Yeah, no, no, like, he eats actual with, food with the, with the things. <laughs> yep. Oh, mm-hmm. why? Yeah. No, don't be, don't do this. That would hurt crazy. your insides. Yeah, Wouldn't that would it? hurt your outside. <laughs> it also hurt his outside. It's like, he <laughs> like how pulling, did how did he eat the... his gums? Yeah. Like he, he no, was literally not... eating it like an apple. There's a reason why there's like quills and stuff in it. <laughs> yeah, he, he ate <laughs> to like protect himself, protect himself against fucking quills things are just eat a myth it. The government made up so you don't eat the delicious cactus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Like cactuses, like from the outside in, are literally like the entire visual aesthetic is don't fucking touch me. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, you can eat like certain cacti if you like take the quills out and stuff. But like, cactus yeah. Is a very popular fruit in many places. Yeah. Makes you shit. Yeah. I think all fruit does that. Yeah. Cacti yeah. more so though. It's like the. I've been drinking the... these. Cactus. Sorry, I hate to like fucking. <laughs> I've been drinking I... some cactuses. No, no, no. Like, no let's talk I... more about poop. I've been eating, or I've been drinking these um, aloe drinks that have like oh, little chunks in no, it. No, no, they're really good. They're really no, good. No, at no, first I it's can't. weird, but then you it's don't good. Like stuff floating in your drink. I don't like stuff floating in my drink. You okay, don't like chunks in your drink. <laughs> the entire texture of the drinks. I've never had it. I refuse to try it because the entire texture of that drink is like. What if I drink an entire bottle of cum? What if I just did that today? It's and not like, cum. It's not. It looks like it should be Let me be tell cum. you. I Let like me green. tell you about cum. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. Remember, this is, a, <laughs> this is a brother and sister talking right now. Brought to you by Blackberry. Let's talk about cum. <laughs> you, sponsored by Blackberry. Let's talk about semen. <laughs> no, it's more fruit-like. Like it's not come like really, <laughs> it's not come like. <laughs> so it's just, there. I can't. The texture, even the, like visually, I can't. I can't do it. I've refused to try. Just it. Plug your eyes. Plug my. <laughs> close them. Like with your eyelids. <laughs> yeah, it's just, just like eating close. a really, really juicy fruit. No, but it's anyways, juice. Sorry, I'm, I'm catching up on chat. Yeah, <laughs> I remember uh, my first sour apple. And he says, uh, if you eat spikes, you're stronger. <laughs> and then says, it, it would be, be milky. milky. And then, at. <laughs> <laughs> at. I think he's atting us. He's Sorry, adding us, bro. Adding he's us. adding us. <laughs> and quoting, it's, it's not, not comely. comely. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyways, that is uh, our new slogan. The cacti. The, <laughs> the cacti wasn't even like the last video. The last video I watched of his. Uh, was a warhead challenge where he had to eat like 150 warheads. Uh, yeah, bleed. Yep. Yeah. Uh, about halfway through it, his tongue started bleeding, and he he had to stop because mm -hmm. like he spit, and while he's like whenever he spit, blood came out. He's like, "Cool, I have to end this video and go to the hospital now." Yeah, yeah. And the hospital said, "You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> why are you doing this?" It says, "Don't do this." Yeah. <laughs> why would um, you go to the hospital? You know why you're fucking hurt. You know, like you need to just stop. Stop you don't go to the hospital that. to know why you're hurt. You're going to the hospital to get better. What are they yeah, going like, to do? What are they going to do? They're going to tell you something and stop eating more heads. Put on your tongue. I don't fucking <laughs> so, know. I think I know <laughs> what they might have drink done. Aloe? Yeah, drink the fucking cum juice. Yeah, drink aloe. <laughs> <laughs> That's our next shirt. It's just going to be. It's going to say it post credit. Drink the cum juice in the back and say it's cumly. Not cumly. Not not cumly. Not cumly. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> off the rails no, I'm I'm all for it. <laughs> We're allowed it other than that once um, a month. That's it. When you guys are talking about the apple drinking, <laughs> like one of the worst things that I drank was I got into like drinking those naked fruit smoothies for a those little while. Well, here's the thing though: the protein ones suck. <laughs> protein just sucks though. Here's the thing about those ones though: Do they you actually not eat put any meat. <laughs> No, what like protein, protein powder, sucks. like protein powder, yeah. protein oh. bars. It tastes like garbage. No, yeah, you get like there's like good chocolate and the thing is, vanilla flavor. Yeah, the thing shakes. is, like I'm okay with like protein drinks. I'm okay with protein bars, but these in particular, they just put whey protein inside of the drink, inside of like a fruit smoothie. <laughs> oh. So it tastes like drinking sand. Mm. Nice. 
That reminds it's me. Bad. At work the other day, I was uh, stalking all of our. Um, yeah, I drink sand. <laughs> I was stalking like our uh, supplement aisles and stuff like that, and then I was I scanned the thing and it was like we are out, um, and it was like these big protein things. And I was like, oh no, we don't have any way. There's no way. <laughs> That's the joke. Did you know the way? That's the joke. That's my setup. That's the joke. <laughs> Thank you. Shanice says sand makes you stronger. Well, that's a good thing to keep in mind. Yeah, yeah. Drink sand. Drink sand. Uh, go to your local yeah, beach. Eat spikes, drink sand, get stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sponsored by Blackberry. And don't drink aloe because that kills sperm. <clears throat> yeah, aloe kills sperm. I need to drink more aloe. Candy. Wait, does it kill sperm? It, it does like it touches sperm and it kills it, or does it kill sperm <laughs> counts? I don't know. I'd like it to be the latter. <laughs> there's, there's one way to find out. Well, Technically, man, two ways to find we're out. We're gonna do a month long episode. <laughs> we're gonna have a test subject. Gonna come back a month from now. Like, so Liz is pregnant. <laughs> oh my this god! Is the worst episode. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Off the fucking rails. Yeah, this fucking episode talking about <laughs> depression like, and suicide. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Okay. I remember that part. <laughs> it's fifty minutes later, though. E, it's anything can happen. <laughs> uh, also, Matt Stoney does a fun thing where it's full menu challenge. And he just orders one of everything off the menu and eats it. Yeah, yeah. I seen. I like. See, that's what I originally knew him from. My favorite one I've that. seen of that is Taco Bell because they were like, "This is all the same yeah, shit." Yeah, and he's yeah. like, This is awful. Yeah, Matt Stoney. He's also just like a genuinely fun, charming dude. So. It's fun to watch his stuff. Um, e, hi. You watched a thing. I did. Um, I got an elliptical recently, which means I'm gonna start watching stuff. <laughs> because as everybody knows, you can only watch things if you're on an elliptical. Yeah, it's the law. Um, uh, instead of watching Primal, like I should have, I didn't because I didn't have the login info and I just forgot to ask for it six <laughs> days in a row. <laughs> You know how you forget to do a thing every day for a week. (laughs) I do it a lot. Um, uh, I watched uh, Inside Job, a show on Netflix. Uh, Many producers, one of the producers, someone you do know, even if you don't recognize the name, Alex Hirsch. Uh, He was the creator behind Gravity Falls. So he's a producer on this. Um, Preface as I say, I say this a lot. I don't think you would like the show very much. Personally, mm-hmm. gotta watch it now. Uh, <laughs> like, I think it's funny. Like, it's a very fun show. But like, I would definitely say it's uh, it's like in a similar vein of the first season of Gravity Falls and the first season of Rick and Morty. Personally, I would say it's like kind of that. I like Rick and Morty. Or first season of Rick and Morty. I like the first two and a half seasons of Rick and Morty. Yeah. Um, and I like Gravity Falls. But I, uh, as I've said also already, I like the last. Like fourteen yeah, episodes of Gravity Falls. I would definitely say it's closer to the first one, where it's more about like just building these characters. I don't know if they're planning on anything more. Okay. Um the the general gist of the show is it's like about the super conspiracy theory underground stuff about the government, except real. Like the main character works. Oh, the black or the shadow organization of the government. They work for Q. Oh, yeah. yeah, I have. I've seen a couple episodes of this, actually. Yeah. Um, I quote unquote watched the first five episodes. I watched five minutes of the fourth episode and then skipped it because I didn't like it. <laughs> oh, yeah. That episode synopsis was the character builds a robot 
and dates the robot. And I was like, I don't fucking care about romance. Yeah. What if it was anti-romance? I think you might have liked the payoff at the end of it. Ah, uh, too bad. I'm, I don't want to watch it. <laughs> huh. How much I, of an I gave it huh? a bit and then I like skipped forward a bit to see if it was going somewhere and I didn't feel like I liked where it was going. So I just skipped it. Uh, <laughs> oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, yeah, um, you, you don't like episodic shows, but that's the power of an episodic show. I could just skip it. It's fine. What if there was a super important thing in the last 45 seconds? It was episodic. What if it's not? <laughs> <laughs> so later on with that show, because like I ended up watching like, the latter half of it. Well, don't, I, I'm I'm still watching it, so don't tell me. I don't even want to know if it does anything. I don't. I I'll, I'll figure that. I'll out I'll give myself. you nothing. Then yeah. I was going to give you like, the very slightest of just like no. Oh, I don't. This, I don't. But... Don't give me an inch. Okay. No, I don't want a goddamn centimeter. Uh, I'll not okay. give you a millimeter. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, she was saying was looking didn't like the art style. Is good. I I would say it's good, but like as I said, it's very. It's kind of Rick and Morty when it it's comes to art style. It's very early Rick and Morty, uh, early Gravity. I wouldn't describe the art style actually as a mix between Gravity Falls and Rick and Morty. I can kind of see that. Weird. Yeah. I can't imagine um, that. It's less gross, usually, I would than say. Rick and Morty. Than Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> Gravity Falls, I would not describe as gross. It's no. a very clean show, I would yes. say. Yes, yes, yes. Disney, so it's got to yeah. be. Um, yeah, I think it's a pretty good show. I don't. I don't know how much I'll keep up with it. I'll probably finish this season, but I don't. It's one of the shows I don't know if I would watch the second season if one comes out or not. Oh, really? Like it's not that good? No. So far, again, ha- um, episode five after skipping, after skipping a <laughs> one, right? Yeah. yeah. But like, it's like one of those kind of in kind of like halfway points between episodic and storyline because like they introduce stuff and we'll keep talking about that stuff they introduce like. There's a robot that is in the first episode, and that robot actually is a part of the rest. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's like a fun little show. Oh yeah, that's what the that's what the character looks like. Art style. I would, yeah. yeah, that is a weird mix between Rick and Morty and Gravity Falls. And Gravity Falls. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. While yeah. I'm away from the microphone. Uh. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's fun. Um. Maybe next week I'll talk about uh. The full se- first season, unless I've remembered to ask for the information to log in to watch <laughs> Primal, and I instead watch that because I actually am really into Primal. I, I just forget yeah. to ask for information, and I'll- like I'm always like, ah, it's like 10 p.m. I don't want to bug him at 10 p.m. I'm awake. I'm Liz awake till 12:30 every night. Liz, <laughs> I know where the book is, where all the things are. I know where she keeps her secrets. <laughs> And they're not I, secrets. I just forget everything. So I mean, the way that I look at me. it with Drya is like, if you send him a text, he'll see it whenever he looks at his phone. So like, he'll, yeah, like yeah. he'll ignore it until like he eventually goes to his phone and sees it. Then he'll answer it when he sees it. It's true. Yeah. Um, there are some cases where I'm, I'm just up playing rock band from 10 to one in the morning. So I'm not going to see it for a few hours. Just hear yeah. the but I'll like, see it. Shut up. <laughs> There's been a handful of times like in the middle of the day, I'll text him and then I'll get a response at 11 o'clock at night. It's true. She in chat said, yo, I've been trying to watch Primal. Is it fire? I think it is amazing. And you can definitely see Gandhi Tartakovsky like really put a lot of effort into it. I it I I have seen four-ish episodes of that, and I definitely think it's great. Um and then uh into my video game, because I play more video games than watch stuff. Uh yeah. DS kick still. Uh, definitely been playing a lot of the stuff I missed on DS. I play Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story. I've only heard good things. I, I'm gonna tell you more good things. Oh, good! <laughs> I fucking think that is so good. Like, 
god damn it is basically everything i liked about the superstar saga for the game boy advance except just better in every way which one is the one where you have a baby luigi and a baby mario and that an adult is luigi? partners in <laughs> time that is that one's too long that one came before this one it's too long i that's probably fair i would describe bowser's inside story as just ever so slightly too long okay but like enough to be reasonably deal dealt with okay so it's um, like the one that's too long you were like yeah i'm getting done with this game oh it's the last boss yeah, kind of. Okay. Um, Whereas I would say the other one is like, this is too long. Oh, you think it's too long? We have 40 more hours of this exact same fight. That yeah. sounds like what happened with you with Persona. <sighs> Try a new <laughs> Persona was going to be that yeah, long. I, I actually I went in knowing Persona was going to be that long. I made the mistake of being like, okay, I'm interested in this story. Uh, I am pretty much done with this gameplay now. It's been the same thing since the first fight. I'm pretty much over this now. Uh, and then I looked at my plan and I was like, 50 hours out of what it usually takes 100? No, I'm just not gonna. I'm <laughs> uh, just, I'm walking away now. But yeah, uh, yeah, Bowser's Inside Story, like, I wasn't sure about the weird, the gimmick of Mario and Luigi are just sometimes in a platformer, but it generally works really well. I've seen stuff of it. I've not played that one myself. Yeah, uh, I, I've, of the two Mario and Luigi games I've played, it is definitely the best. Okay, all right. Um, I don't know if I'll go back into part of this time, especially you telling me it's too long. Like it's fucking too long. Bowser's Inside Story, I think I clocked in 24 hours. Uh, some of that was just me running around finding cats. Uh, as you do. As you do. <laughs> um, I'm going to say, never going to fucking 100% Bowser's Inside Story, because goddamn, that sounds awful. And like some of it's just fucking getting 150 points in mini games that give you one point every second. Woo! Yeah, I know. Uh, but yeah, that game's really fun. I think the the story works really well for what it does, like building up certain stuff. I think uh, it does a really good job of like constantly finding new interesting attack patterns because, you know, that's what Mario and Luigi is really about. Super fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just like all around really great. Uh, easily one of the best DS games I've played. Not quite the best, I think. Still Astrobot. <laughs> on the ds yes astro not astro but astro boy astro boy game astro boy advance. Difference. there we go that was yeah, game yeah. boy advance um i'm glad you remembered i played right now <laughs> uh no uh ghost trick is definitely my favorite ds game still because goddamn that game floored me <laughs> i i'll bring it one day when we do a twitch if we ever do that yeah we, we'll get there but yeah, uh, Bowser's Inside Story, uh, very fun, very improved all around on everything. Like, genuinely, and the best part is, unlike Superstar Saga, the final boss isn't a fucking pain in the ass. <laughs> I don't know. Did you play the Game Boy Advance one? Nope. Uh, the final, uh, the game's like a breeze until you get the final boss, and it's such a fucking huge jump. And you can't, like, really grind in mario and luigi games no you can't like it just it takes too long yeah they're not designed for that yeah so yeah that was fun <laughs> shani says should i buy a switch uh i don't know if you, if you want to play metroid dread <laughs> uh do you want to play metroid dread breath of the wild or odyssey. mario odyssey then yes uh, if you don't want to play those, then there's kind of nothing there for you because most of the well, things that are on Switch are A lot Switch of people really like the, the new, new, new Pokemon game. 
The new, uh, new, new, the new. Legends Arceus. Not the new, new, the new, new, new. <laughs> no, the new, new one is probably Pokemon Snap. And then the new one was Pokemon <laughs> Sword and Shield. There is a uh, not Pokemon Snap, Pokemon Snap on Game Pass called Paparazzi. Yeah, um, a lot of people do Paparazzi. like that one. Paparazzi. They take pictures of puppies. Wow, no, you're going to give points to the indie game over the AAA game this year. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I've not played it myself, but there's cute puppies. And so I'm going to play it. Shani does have a point. Whenever Bayonetta 3 eventually comes out, it will probably still be Nintendo exclusive. It absolutely yeah. will. Yeah, uh, so. Weirdly enough, they have the stu- all the games. The and I'm probably like one of the few people in the world that are have this opinion, but if there's any reason I want to buy a Nintendo Switch, it's to play No More Heroes 3. Wait, do they own the studio? They don't own the studio. It's just they're the ones who funded Bayonetta 2 and also Bayonetta 3. Is it Ninja yeah. Theory still? No? Yes. Yes. I don't think they own Ninja Theory. No, I think Platinum. Microsoft Platinum. owns them now. Platinum. They, yeah, it Platinum, was Platinum, yeah. Platinum Games. Because okay, I remember yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, because... Yeah, yeah. Um, um, Metal Gear Solid Revengeance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was also done by Platinum because Hiro Kojima basically said like, hey, I know nothing about these ninja style games. We're going to fi- hire somebody who does know how to make these games. And they're just going to make a game based around my story. Yeah, he that, like just That is stuff, so yeah. insane. Like that that's just part of the Metal Gear canon. It's fucking yeah. amazing. I, it is. I, I, I do want to eventually do a dive into Metal Gear games. And like, I don't know oh, if I'm going to love or hate that one when I eventually <laughs> get to it. Well, the fun thing about that is I have that game on Steam. I it's not hard to get. I'm just like I want to like play all the ones that make sense to play. I have all of those too. Quote unquote chronologically. I know well, I think there's some messiness when you say that. You can't do chronologically. No. If you do chronologically, a lot of stuff will not make sense. Yeah, it, okay. it gets really weird because um I, like if I did release date chronologically that way. If you did release, release date, you'd be fine. If you did okay. chronological and story release, release date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because chronologically, it goes, I think, three and then five and then one One, and two two, and four. four. And the game, the NES one doesn't count unless you play Twin Snakes on the GameCube. So the NES ones, there is technically stuff in there that is considered to be story stuff, but that's not technically part of canon because it's not really the same thing. It follows Big Boss, but it doesn't. Actually, Big Boss is the big boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, so, like, it's, it's kind of canon, but it's really not. It, it's kind of know. canon, but when Metal Gear Solid came out, he's like, hey, this is the game I originally wanted to make. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I mostly want to go through to play uh, the the first GameCube one, the one with Raiden, and okay. the new, the <laughs> quote-unquote new one, I guess, the one where you can shoot a fucking rocket punch. Oh, that's also, it would be three... Five, one, two, four, Revengeance. Yeah, technically. Because, yeah, yeah Revengeance does take place after four. Mm-hmm. I just want to slice up a palm tree while hearing Rules of Nature. You know, that just sounds really fun. <laughs> yeah, it's six hours. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're quick about, about it, you can, get, you can beat that game in like four hours if you're quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was on the internet when that game was new, and everyone hated it when it came out. They were I fucking wrong. loved it. I know. <laughs> it, the opinions has super changed on that. Everyone was like, yeah, it's weird, but it's amazing. It's why it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's yeah. great. I'll be honest. I probably like at the very beginning of the game, there's like a weird Easter egg where like a cat just walking by you. And if you try slicing the cat, it just does a backflip. <laughs> yeah, I, I spent about 10 minutes just like watching a cat do backflips. <laughs> I will man. never, that's- ever play those games, but I love watching people play them because they're so crazy. <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. Like, the fun part about like 
whenever I start, I actually just don't understand anything about Metal Gear. Like I, I've seen people uh, play it after you play them, you it. still won't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but like I don't like even understand what the points of like any character is, like what they're doing. I don't actually know what their objective so, is in any game. Don't tell me because I do. Well, want no, to no, no. It. I was gonna say just like a little weird tidbit about it because like I have both the PS1 and the GameCube version of Metal Gear Solid, so I have original and Twin Snake. Uh, Twin Snake is a bit more ridiculous than the uh, just regular Metal Gear Solid. A good example is like there's a scene wherever he's talking to a prisoner and like a guard can hear them and just like knocks on the door and says, "Hey, shut up in there, will you?" Because he thinks like the guy's just talking to himself. And in the original PlayStation version, like uh, Solid Snake just like hides against the wall. In the GameCube version, he jumps up and like pins himself into the corner of the fucking room. <laughs> the GameCube the- version is 130% more anime. Yeah, that sounds fun. Or, it's uh, so great. I love it. Version. It's also not considered canon because there is some different stuff. Too bad. I'm playing the GameCube version. GameCube version was still fucking amazing. I'll play both me. at the same time. Two controllers, one in each hand. Trying to <laughs> the play. nice thing that was about the GameCube version is it took the engine from two and impl- implemented it into one. Yeah. Mm. So that's what was fun about it. Fair enough. Because the engine in two is actually still impressive to this day somehow. Yeah. And then weirdly enough, uh, Twin Snakes actually does like a little bit better than two does. Still, yeah, like they actually like ramped up the engine and like made it look even better. Yeah, that engine did stuff that games don't do now. Like fancy, when you break a specific part of glass, that part of the glass breaks. If there's ice next to each other, eventually it will melt, and it will melt into the same puddle. Uh, there's that. It was like uh, I know it was like one of those things because it was something for the even the PS One is like it was one of the very first games that like if you leave footprints in the snow, not only do they stay there, guards realize that there's footprints in the snow and they'll follow it and find you. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, yeah, really ridiculous things like that. I mean, it's a stealth game. Got to do all the stealth stuff. Uh, yeah. Another thing that I, I thought was kind of quote unquote stealth game. Yeah. yeah. But... I mean, another thing that I thought was kind of weird is like they have a side character in there. Like he basically just gives you tips and tricks on like how to play the game better mm-hmm. in there. And like he just uh, like he straight up like gives you advice of like, hey, like if you feel like you've been staring at the screen for too long, go and take a break for a little bit. Uh, go get something to eat. Uh, try not, to, like, every hour it's good to take a good 15-minute break, and, like, if you're playing at 2.30, like, or if you start playing at 3 o'clock in the morning, that's whenever the brain is at its weakest, you should probably go to bed. And then, like, just, like, gives you, like, weird tips and tricks like that throughout the game. There's some stuff that I don't know how, like, PC versions fix it, because there's literally puzzles where you have to look at the back of the game box. Oh, Yeah. Yes. And I don't know how the PC version does that. Probably doesn't. When you do that, it opens up a PDF on your local browser. I wonder <laughs> if you do have access to the PDF for like the box art and Maybe. stuff. I would say just are like, yeah, just look it up. Yeah, that was mostly it's just for the because it, it was an anti-piracy thing uh, mm-hmm. back in the day. So like they did that so that way, right? Uh, yeah, because it's like it asks you to do the barcode or something. No, it? what it does is it says like like oh, what's her codex? Which you need her codex to go further in the game oh, and say yeah, oh, yeah. look on the back of the box and like there's literally just a screenshot of her codex and you talking to her on the codex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. like the snapshots they give you like a like showing you a game off like it's on the back of the fucking box. Yes, yeah. ridiculous. The poor kid who bought that from GameStop when they have this stupid GameStop sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Check the back of the box. It's like there's just a weirdly drawn woman holding a bag. <laughs> There's some shitty art on here, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. There we go. More fodder for if we do the Twitch stuff. But We're gonna yeah. do it eventually. Yeah. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. We just got to get a bit more organized on it. Actually, yeah. yeah, Metal Gear. Like, if you have an idea of what you're doing, shouldn't take too long. For no, like Metal right. Gear Solid is like maybe an eight-hour game. They're really straightforward if you don't suck at video games. Yeah. Which mm, I wouldn't <laughs> say like the first one is. 
No, it's still. I, f- it's I still feel like there's like there's like these boss fights, and there's like clever tricks that you have to use. And it's yeah, but it never like hides what the clever trick is, though. Yeah, I think that if you know, then like it's gonna make it way easier. Yeah. If yeah. you don't know, then absolutely not, because there's a bunch of dumb, weird stuff that's in those that you're like, like you're never talk talking- about working, and then it works. Well, I don't know, Dry. You've seen me play games. I do dumb, weird stuff. I talked about in Control when I played and I had fun because I got my character stuck in a box and started running around a room. There are some boss fights that you win easier if you don't play them. Neat. That's all I'm going to yeah. say because we're going to no. get there eventually and it's been hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Little do you know, it's... I'm going to like start backflipping off a ledge, clip out of bounds, <laughs> <laughs> throw a grenade, bounce back inbounds. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. so uh, Bowser's inside story, pretty neat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he <laughs> just said remember to take the bag and then bug clip <laughs> I don't know what that means <laughs> bug clip what? is just what I was talking about I don't know I think the bag relative to GameStop I don't remember the the win like get the win I don't know getting a win big clip <laughs> that was the issue it's oh. big clip oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> everything makes sense um <laughs> yeah uh, other thing <laughs> I'll talk about I did watch a a short documentary about uh, the creator of the Something Awful forums. I don't know if either you used or knew of those. I knew I of knew, Something Awful, yeah. but knew I did not them. use them. Same. Yeah. yeah, that's basically where I was too, knowing that it was uh, the creator of a lot of early internet memes, mostly. Uh, I watched a breakdown of like the creator and just the early days of the forum and stuff. And that is just... An awful story when you learn about the creator. Why is that? Uh, it mostly went into a lot of his life. He's like divorced twice for and like as you learn more, it's definitely on his fault. Okay. Uh, it's just a ramping up of how like he kept making worse mistakes constantly throughout doing it. So like shoe nice, shoe nice, shoe nice. We talked about it last week. We never even yeah, here. Yeah, I was yeah. here. Well, you could reference it. Can still say it. No, someone yeah, will understand it. Shoe Nice is basically another YouTuber who made a lot of bad decisions and ruined his own career. Yeah, uh, but like it was a bunch of him doing that. Uh, there was a short like spur where he fought Uebel. Uebel. Yeah. Uebel. How I like. I say he's Uebel, but some people say Uebel. The you know the the quote unquote movie. Uh, maker who challenged a bunch of critics to a boxing match. Yeah, yeah the taxi. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. He was one of the people who fought in the boxing match. The... Ah, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he was like, hey, if if someone challenges you to this, insisting that they'll train you, and when you get there, they just start insisting they're not going to hit you hard, don't take the challenge. That was, <laughs> that was what he said. Yeah. And then Shanice said, I remember Shoe Nice. He ate chewing tobacco along with a bunch of other weird shit. Yeah, tons mm. of tons of yeah. just awful things. Yeah, uh, you learn like something awful made a bunch of money, and like he started just spending a bunch of money as he do, and like with his most the uh, most recent wife, he had like three kids, and then it just starts showing his spiral where, like, his wife took the kids and left, and he was complaining until it was revealed that he was abusing his wife. Okay. Yeah. And it's just like towards the end showing that until eventually he did end up just 
losing a court battle with his wife and just took his life. And that's kind of the end of that story. Okay. It's like a crazy dive into that. Before the took his own life part, um, or fell victim to suicide as, uh, as colloquially the term used nowadays. Mm -hmm. Um, completed suicide. If you told me that the creator of something awful was a horrible human being, I wouldn't be shocked even a little bit. Yeah, I wasn't either. Like, like even at the start, it was like he was working for another news or whatever, like kind of website where they he just like played up this character that complained about a bunch of internet stuff. Yeah, and then like got it thrown out when he was using that character to complain about one of the other writers on the site. And that oh, writer had to act was actually the owner's niece. <laughs> okay, great. So he's always been a good person. Yeah, but um, like that one was a weird one because he also was actually just getting like underpaid and just not paid in general. I, I think that's generally the case for a lot of up and coming writers, especially yeah, in the news industry. Honestly, unfortunately, it sucks. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. that's. I mean, early so, internet yeah. was awful when it came to paying people for doing. No, things. no, no. Internet now is awful for that. <laughs> For how awful it is now, I know yeah. it was worse in like the early 2000s. I wrote five articles a week for nine months, and I don't think I saw a single paycheck. Sounds so, about right. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a fun gig, but it wasn't a paying gig. It's because you never finished that uh, super connection between how I met your mother and friends that you were scheming for years. The problem <laughs> that ends up being with that is I don't actually love either of those enough. So... <laughs> There's the problem. I like them both enough, but I don't love them to watch every episode a few times over to write an essay about between it. the two. I don't even have to like. It's super easy to connect the dots. It's yeah. it's all right there. It's they're the, the same thing. They're the same show. Yeah. Ultimately, when you get down to it, but it's like finding an inner universe, quote unquote, reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh anyway. Yeah, but also Shani says, "Pay people for art." Yes, pay people for art. No. Yeah. Make me. Uh, don't you have a bunch of his uh prints yeah actually but yeah uh there's something it was like a weird dive because it's also just kind of a dive into how the early internet was because like i ultimately never got into forums it just wasn't how i like to use the internet yeah it's hi What's up? <laughs> oh, he's just breaking up. I don't know if it's me or... Uh, oh, oh, hello? Am I, am I good Hello? Now? The internet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Might be my internet. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was <laughs> just like... I, didn't, I never used forums and stuff, so it was like interesting seeing that. I, I knew like just because of lack of moderation in a lot of ways, they just weren't great. Yeah, yeah like, they still aren't. Yeah, it was just a, a weird dive, especially into him and like... Just, being a bad person usually yeah yeah um speaking of how i met your mother you're still watching how i wet your mother how i met your father yeah. uh i still like it a lot actually are you gonna connect the dots between how i met your mother and how i met your father or how they're actually in the same universe they are <laughs> what <laughs> wow crazy no, I don't like you write sar- a blog about that i don't like your sarcasm right now <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's still super fun. It's nice uh, seeing what's her name 
uh, Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff, yeah. It's cool seeing her like doing acting again and stuff. She's very good at sitcom acting. So it's just a fun show. I like it a lot. Yeah. It's nothing more than like a sitcom. But yeah, they have I... more of my favorite character, uh, one of the actors for the fake uh, <laughs> Aquaman celebrity. Oh, no. Oh, no, man. No. That's my favorite character. No more Jason with a boa. Dang it. No. Nope. Oh, he was such a great character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And speaking of shows like that, another show that I have been watching is because, uh, like I said earlier with the whole Hulu thing, uh, my mom gave me her password to her Hulu. So I'm like rewatching One Punch Man, but I'm going through season one again before I watch season two. Why do you but- do this? <clears throat> season one's great. Yeah. I just don't understand why Robbie does this, though. Like, What's a new thing watch? comes out, and he's like one of those people, like, well, I gotta do it all again. It's actually been a while since I've watched it. Like, I was, st- I was still living in Utah like last time I watched years? it. No, uh-huh. way longer than this. Season one came out, like, yeah, it came out like 20, 2015, 2016, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. And so, like, I watched it whenever it was new. And then, like, <clears throat> everywhere I have looked, I they have season one, like, season one's on Netflix, season one is on, uh, VRV, it's on Crunchyroll, it's on Animation. It's yeah, it's everywhere. But Hulu's the only one who has season two, so I have to have a Hulu account to watch season two. Also, it's dumb. Shani is telling us to look at uh, them saying their friend DJ was on How I Met Your Father, Jason with the Boa. Yeah, my favorite character. I was hoping there would be more. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I want there to be more of of DJ. Yeah, I would actually be very happy if he came back again. Yeah, yeah. that was a good joke. <laughs> Still with the boa, just walks into the bar. Yes, actually, that would be great. <laughs> just like everywhere he goes, I have to bring a bow with me. Sir, it's an airplane. I have to bring this bow with me, okay? Boa. Oh, Snake. boa. Oh. I mean, it still works. with Because the- Jason Momoa, Jason with a boa. Yeah. That's the Jason joke. Jason Mimosa, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. So anyways, yeah, yeah. Season two, two Punch Man. Only on Hulu. One Punch Man. But yeah, season, yeah, it's only on season season two is only on hulu so if i want to watch season two which came out i think like two years ago or something like that i have to watch it there but it's been so long since i watched it there's stuff that i forgot still love the show it's still funny uh still it's one of those like it would definitely be just a superhero anime without so- sodoma the uh saitama, saitama whatever uh without, without sodomy <laughs> yeah it's a superhero show with sodomy in it <laughs> But no, like it is very like it takes itself seriously. It's like this world that's always in peril and always needs a superhero and just like a guy who deals with like these grave threats with basically just like what would be like this huge deal in any other show is taken care of in like five seconds in the show. Yeah, that's that's the punchline. Yeah, it is the one punchline, if you will. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm not too surprised season two is only on Hulu because I don't think anyone actually wants season two like to own it. Maybe. I mean, I like season one. I started buying the mangas for it, so. Was season one very much its own thing? Like, it didn't need more? Uh, Season one was. It's miraculous how many people got on board with season one. Because you had a lot of the top studios, as well as the top animators from those studios and top, like, storyboards. Like, like, I think. A huge amount of, like, the top talent in Japan wanted to work on one punch man hmm. and all of them did for season one and that did not happen again for season two but yeah it very much like was kind of its own thing like the guy who wrote the story for one punch man not a very great artist but tells a very good story no. tells very good stories um 
season one was like such a great story that like the guy who did the animations for like Dragon Ball Z and Yu-Gi-Oh and like all these like really high end shonen and stuff like that uh, was like, yeah, I want to do the show and like redid the comics and is like did the show and everything else with it. Yeah. So he got some like very high, highly prolific people to like play for season one. And then season two just kind of is a thing. But I still want to watch it, though. Yeah. OK, OK. Well, like, the it, thing is season two is not bad, but season one was just so great that it's hard to it, it's going to be super super hard to top it in a weird way the way if you ask me how they topped it was with mob psycho 100 but that's it's own I think beast mob psycho is a lot better i might bring it as one of the shows when we get to continue our shows um, in september yeah, sam, <laughs> at this point yeah sam is asking to speak was there anything else you wanted to talk about or just that you were <laughs> no 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 women speaking Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna turn into another. Answer your phone! Fight me, you fucking coward! <laughs> that was really funny. That was. Like, I just did not read or let Sam speak. No, I was NG reading rant. the entire chat with that one, just giggling to myself the entire time. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Sam, you watched a thing. What was that? I watched a thing on Netflix. I watched the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. That looked very um, funny. It is very funny. And it's funny because it plays it completely straight. And it's ridiculous and great. And you should watch it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's actually on my list after yeah. um, I get done watching a zombie show that I started watching. Yeah, I binge the... I, the episodes are only like 30 minutes long. And I think there's like six episodes or something. So I binge it in like a day. Oh, that's a but, movie then. Yeah, pretty much. But it's... I think you'd get a kick out of it. It's great. Yeah, it, it looks super fun. Honestly, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm wanting to watch that with Liz. So the house yeah, on the hill with the woman over the bridge. Mm-hmm. Say it. Say yeah. the, the name again. The log on the tree and the hill and the hole. The, the woman in the, the woman in the house across the street from the girl at the window. Okay. Basically, it takes every <laughs> huge like murder mystery thing and name and puts them all together. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's hilarious. <laughs> As someone who has not watched any of the things, it sounds like it's satirizing. Would I get anything from it? Um, I think you'd probably. I don't know, actually, but I don't know. Interesting. Oh <laughs> <If you wanted. laughs> well, yeah, that's on my list. Um, right. I uh have two Netflix things that I finished watching. I'll say the one that is over now. Uh because I don't know how people's opinion on Ricky Gervais is these days. I still think he's a very funny person. Uh. I understand taste for him has gone I down quite the a bit. General opinion of him is he's kind of a prick, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's that's yeah. the general opinion of him. Has that always been the general opinion of him, though? There was, I mean, like mm-hmm. when he had like the Ricky Gervais shows and stuff, he was still like seen as like the prick who says stuff people's not afraid to say. Yeah, or people that like, are afraid to say. Yeah, yeah. And then like, um, you know, things started to become a lot more PC and super political more, and everyone's like oh my god respectful. he's doing an offensive thing isn't that so funny ha 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 yeah. and like the internet basically has began a huge distaste for his comedy style okay um i still think mm. he is very funny personally uh, i also think that he is the things that i like about him the most is his writing like on television and stuff like that which he has tons and tons of awards for for i think a good reason he's a very good writer i think he's a very good comedy writer i think he's a very good drama writer um, all this to say, season three of Afterlife on Netflix came out a couple weeks ago. Um, 
it is a, a very sad subject, actually. Uh, many people are mad that it even had a season two or three because it's also a British show and it's very, very British. Um, and Britain's not allowed to exist. Exactly. No, they. Uh, a lot of people will tell you this. Uh, Britain has a very small attention span when it comes to television. So all their things are generally uh, shorter and they have very short seasons and they don't go on for forever. Like there's not like many tele- British television shows that are like, we're on our 15th season of this weird true crime thing. Only, only b- the bacon show. What? Doctor Who and is Doctor like hundred years old. <laughs> yeah, like there's a couple of things that, that they've show. had go on for forever, but most of their things, uh, in fact, do not do that. <laughs> uh, he just broke a thing. That's fun. <laughs> um. Anyway, it's fine. He's dealing with it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Afterlife is about how a man is dealing with his life after his wife died from cancer. Um, and I basically, think I started watching some of that actually. I didn't. It's, the first season is extremely depressing. The second season starts off very happy and ends very depressing. And the third season, I think, for a lot of people's taste of like people who really loved that show, uh, is very hopeful and very happy for the most part. Um, and I think a lot of people for what that show was didn't want that to happen. I think it works for the character pretty well. Some people seem to disagree online about that, but I think they're wrong. What? You have an opinion that is very different (laughs) from the general populace? I know, it's weird for me. I'm getting (laughs) kooky out there. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so season one is basically him being like, my wife died, she was my entire life, she was my reason to get out of bed in the morning. Like She was my life. And so he's like, I'm done. I'm done with living life. I want to go and do all the things now. So he starts drinking excessively from morning to night. Um, he decides, like, I wonder what prostitution is like in getting a prostitute. So he's like, I'm going to go out and have sex with a prostitute. And he does that. And, like, he starts to, like, have sex with her. And he's like, oh, this is kind of weird. And he's like, becomes friends with this prostitute because she's just, like, a cool person. Um, and then he's like, you know what? I've never tried heroin. So he like goes out of his way in this tiny little town to go like find heroin. And he's like just asking everybody on the open, like, "Hey, do you know where to get heroin?" Uh, and like is very open about it. Like if you're like buying a fucking iPad off of somebody, uh, it's fucking hilarious. So they pull the um, that sounds very reminiscent to the heroin scene in uh, "Get Him to the Greek." Yes. Okay. Yes, very much like that. Good. Good. Um, season one, I think, has a really, really, really tight and kind of perfect six episodes. I'm not mad about it. Uh, going on more than it did because I do think that it's still very good um, but season one's kind of perfect <laughs> honestly season two has some problems and it ends very sad and not knowing if it should have more or not uh, Ricky Gervais himself was saying after season two like I would really need to be inspired by something to do a season three uh, and he did do a season three and it's very cheesy, like, happy ending kind of thing. Well, I say happy ending. It is an ending, and it is happy for some people. <laughs> uh, I think it is actually extremely uh, not s- kind of open-ended. No, it's not. definitely not open-ended. Oh, okay. Uh, it is very much, this is an ending, um, but it is kind of bittersweet kind okay. of ending. Because, um, like, everybody keeps trying to hook him up with a bunch of people throughout the whole thing, and he's very against it for a whole bunch of reasons. And I, I like the way that it ended actually. 
that almost he sounds like the beginning the of another for show. Some fruity pebbles. No, no, he tries heroin. He decides it's not for him. Uh, <laughs> it's just too much, too much dedication. Uh, the ending of that show sounds almost suspiciously like the beginning of another show. Well, I'm not going to tell you how it ends okay. entirely because I do think people should go out and watch it. Each season, six episodes. They're 23 minutes each. It is a super slim watch Dang, that's for so all of them. Long. It's like six hours for all three seasons. Six together. whole hours. Oh my gosh. It's a, it's a super slim watch. Yeah. I mean, people who binge watch Netflix, that's super slim. Yeah. Um, it's really good. I honestly do recommend it to people. It's, I think it's a very easy watch and I think the show is super funny. But again, that will depend on your taste and like how much you're willing to accept uh, offensive humor as being a just a joke or whether you're just done with that kind of humor or not. Yeah. I know for E, like that's just not his thing. So usually not, no. Um, but for me, like, yeah, if somebody is a, a joke is offensive and it's talking about something else, like I will find joy and comedy out of that, which yeah, yeah. It's, it depends on the person, you know? No, I agree with that. But like, I don't know, certain offensive jokes I do like. Some of them are just dumb, especially as an adult. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I think give the show a try. Give the first season a try. See what you think. Okay. It's, yeah, it's super I definitely easy. give that a, a try. Um, I remember like walking in, like in the middle of you watching that, and, like thinking like, "Oh, it seems interesting," but like I just haven't had time to watch it. Yeah, it's good. Uh, the other one that I've been watching and I have not been able to finish yet because the episodes are very long in this one, and it's twelve episodes, which is weird. I think for one season, um, it is a Korean horror show called "We Are All Dead." I've seen that advertised on Netflix. I haven't actually. Yeah, same it. here. I definitely want um, I think in some ways E would really enjoy it. Is it because it's Korean? It's because it's anime as shit. Uh, it's fucking super goddamn anime. Uh, is Max. it kind of like in the vein of like Sweet Home? <laughs> it is very much in the vein of Sweet Home. I do want to see Sweet Home still. Sweet Home I, is I keep very good. About it. It's They're very good ta- except for the Except for the fact that they play the same Imagine Dragon song. Oh my god, year. the fucking soundtrack is so good. Oh yeah, I can't that. wait to watch it. And they're like, <laughs> it's a super it good show. It's yeah. in my bones. <laughs> it's a super good show, except for the fact that it's garbage. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, We Are All Dead is, it's, it's literally same thing, Sweet Home. But it's a bunch of school kids in their school. And then a zombie outbreak happens. High School of the Dead. Yeah. I've actually seen uh, the from what I understand, High School of the Dead, super, except for like, there's not an imaginary thing where someone thinks they're just in an anime and everything's happy. It's all zombie. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, is there some character with giant boobs? That's part of High School of the Dead. No, there is actually not like big fan service stuff. There we go. The first episode goes out of its way to say that's super shitty, actually. Good. All right. I'm more interested in it. Um, Shani said, "Yes, JRI Koreans don't miss." <laughs> I think it, it helps more if it's like Koreans don't miss. Like that's more of a. Uh, Boogie Nights is saying, "Check out day Koreans five. Don't miss. Um, I'm not sure what day <laughs> five is. That's, they said they check it out. Yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> I'm googling it right now. Yeah. <laughs> no yeah. waifu, no life That's yeah. what she I'm said. just curious because like. You also said that like Squid Game was. You also said Squid Game was very like super anime, and I kind of disagree with that. It feels more Korean to me. Yeah, it doesn't feel as anime. When I say super anime, I mean like there's stuff that feels like it's just filler and people talking and arguing and nothing happening for no reason. That's when I. Uh... 
<laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I feel like we jumped a shark here for a second there, Shani. Uh, because I, you said the squid game is super anime. I think he's joking that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because you're just saying a bunch of Asian stuff. Like, is when there's anime. just like a bunch of filler and argument and nothing's happening for like 40 minutes, that's anime to me. I don't know, that feels more when like I think anime. Stuff when I think. Yeah, when I think anime, I think like really like over the top, like crazy shit. That uh, would to be put like it in an context, anime. my first anime that I watched all the way through was Gantz. If people watch that, they'll um they'll probably understand where my thought of that's anime comes from. I was too love real, and that definitely is the, my thought of what anime is. Unfortunately, everybody should watch Gantz, and then yeah. it's fan service the show, and it's fucking all filler. Every no one should watch True Love Rue. It's also fan service a show, but it's also just softcore porn. What's oh. the name of that again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought, you, thought we were going back to day five. No. Whoops. Day uh, five. Yeah. What, what is day let five? Let us know about so, day five. Um, day five is a Rooster Teeth production. You can watch it on Tubi oh, for free. Cool. Um, is that on Burp? I, I just looked it up. It's actually not. Which Aww. I thought was weird too, but yeah. uh, so the thing about Verve is like all they have left is Mondo TV and uh, BRV selects and Crunchyroll. Oh, they don't even have. No, they don't even have Rooster Teeth anymore, which oh, sucks. That was a shame. Rooster Teeth was actually a really good addition to Verve. I That's agree. Fortunate. But anyways, um, yeah, the synopsis of uh, Day Five is after a two-day drug binge, addict Jake wakes up to venture out into the quiet streets, unaware that most of the world has died in their beds. He teams up with a scrappy teenager, overnight doctor, and a red-eye pilot to search for answers. They're on season two, and there are 14 episodes so far. And apparently, right. yeah, if you're fine with ads, then it's on Tubi for free. Rooster Teeth is very hit or miss, in my opinion, with the writing. But, yeah. You know, it could be all right. Hmm, interesting. Uh, but yeah, it's a really, really fun uh, zombie Korean thing. Yeah. The people in it, the teenagers in Shay, are extremely aware of what zombies are. Uh, they straight up, because like, the zombies are very much trained to Busan zombies. Like, they're super aggressive. They super run at you in hordes. Mm. Uh, literally, whenever, like, the first zombie horde is coming, he's like, Oh, it's Train to Busan! Like, is one of the characters <laughs> say. Oh. So, uh, they're aware of what zombies are and how zombie tropes work. And they're very upset when the zombies don't die from just being stabbed in the head. <laughs> uh, they try lighting them on fire. There's fire at one point, but okay. that's not really, like, the thing. It probably isn't a show about how do we kill the zombies. No, it's a show about yet. surviving. Yeah. Uh, it's really good, honestly. It's some of the best zombie shit I've seen in a That's really true. long time. I, I like think I'm going to start watching that tonight, then. It's better than uh, Dead Rising? Come on. Uh, most things are. <laughs> I, I For as much as I liked a lot of Dead Rising, I could not beat dead rising ever like it's just i i got maybe two hours into the second one and i just i love the concept of dead rising but i don't like playing dead rising i need dead rising (laughs) but actually just lets you just run around and fuck around so the funny thing is is i actually like the original dead rising so much that not only did i beat the original one i also beat it on wii oh so you beat the good version of a bad game and the bad version of a bad game (laughs) yeah i Uh, definitely it is definitely the bad version of that game i like dead rising a lot but it needs to let you know how to play it way better that is the biggest issue with dead rising because you're supposed to like get as far as whatever and then it's like all right well you tried but you know give it another shot it's almost a roguelite yeah actually (laughs) which it does Um, not tell you that no like that just kind of drops you in and says good luck like reading the instruction book because me and rocky would play that game over and over and over again when we would die we'd be like well fuck and we would start a new save yeah and you're not supposed to do that 
And so, like, we were reading through the instruction book years later, and it's like, if you die, don't worry. Just go to a new game on the same file, and you're going to have all your experience and stuff. Like, well, fuck! Yeah, like, I don't... It should tell you that somewhere. <laughs> yeah, and it like, just doesn't. Like, once you know that, the game is a lot more fun, because you know there's not as much of a consequence to actually losing. Yeah, yeah, and you can, like, play around, and you're like, well, I did this thing last time, let me go check this thing out. Yeah, like, you're like, oh, I wonder how the skateboard works, and you start doing fucking 360s on a zombie. It's like... <laughs> Again, the fun part of Dead Rising is when it's open, like after you get to the fucking hour three or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was gonna say when you start opening up new abilities, like being able to like crowd surf a zombie or a zombie wave, and like yeah, actually being able to like pick up other zombies and throw them at other zombies mm-hmm. and getting more powerful weapons yeah, like the chainsaw, you can actually, and the lawnmower, like, do and... a fucking three sixty toss with a zombie. Yeah, <laughs> where uh, enough turns into a whole different game after day three. It does actually. Uh, Schnee, yeah. Schnee, yeah, is saying, is the kingdom good? Yes, I have watched two seasons. Um, I think there's a third one that is out now, and I have not started that. Or I, I did start it, but I didn't quite get into it. Um, I think season one is probably the best you can do with a zombie-based thing in that era, like with Samurai, which is like, it's very cool. And I think season two makes good on a lot of the promises that season one does. Um, I think oddly enough, it's a little too long actually for okay. the story that it's telling ultimately. Uh, gore, good, good gore in there. Um, Cause I mean, that's a, that's a big part of zombie stuff is like, is the yeah. gore good? You want some good gore in there. I uh-huh. think, I, I think the kingdom has really good gore. Um, I think the problem with it is that the zombies um end up being kind of too powerful for like the things that are happening around there like it feels like these very well-trained people are all around and then like every time you think that the humans have a leg up they just start getting demolished and that's kind of uh boring to watch four times in a row um is it high i'm i'm hype like train to busan um yeah 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 uh, Shinny's saying, bet, I'm hyped like Train to Busan. Um, I don't know if I would compare the kingdom quite to Train to Busan. I would put, again, because uh, Train to Busan, this whole thing is like, they're barely working with what they have, and they're barely fighting these things off, and they're not like, killing anything. They're just kind of surviving and pushing these things out of the way. Um, after the first three episodes, it is very much about killing as many zombies as possible in the kingdom. Hmm. The closest thing to, honestly, Train to Busan zombie-wise that I've seen is We Are All Dead. Uh, there's a lot of like weird kung fu stuff put in there, and I think the choreography is actually like really good for a zombie thing. It's it's fun. Uh, I would if you're if you're looking for like a really really good zombie thing right now, I would first recommend We Are All Dead on Netflix okay. before the Kingdom. Um, that'd be a good way to put it. Like, yeah, weaker but still a good watch. Yeah, 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 still good watch, still good watch. I like most of it, I would say. Um, yeah. Uh, the other thing, the the last thing that I've uh, been watching week to week, because it's one of those shows that are coming out week to week. Right. Uh, Peacemaker. Right. Yeah. I, fuck, I need to jump on that one still. If you're not watching Peacemaker, I think you are missing the best show that's going to come out this year. Good. I'll let you know in two years. It's just one of the funniest fucking things. I have seen in so long. Yeah. If it has the same kind of humor as uh, Suicide Squad, then yes. I, I think, yeah, I, I would on, honestly love it. 
like just watching the intro to that show just i was already hyped about it so good i i refuse to skip the intro yeah i think only monsters skip the intro yeah <laughs> there was one thing i saw uh if you skip the intro to peacemaker you're an arc <laughs> fair fair uh it is genuinely i i have been laughing so much at this show i would say as more than i had laughed at suicide squad and there's still like tons of really cool fucking action in there too right uh oh by the way not 2016 suicide squad i should mention or 20 whatever that came out i think it was 2016 yeah uh, the 2021 Suicide Squad, yeah. to be the very specific. One. Yeah, very yes. specifically, James Gunn's Suicide Squad. Yes, which Suicide that's... Suicide Squad 2, but not actually 2. But still sort of 2. Yeah. It's a soft 2. It is, like because like, there's certain things that happen in one that kind of follow over to this one. Yeah, there's, but... there's some, yeah. Um, the most important thing, I think, about Peacemaker is that the way that he convinced... Uh, WB to let him make Peacemaker was like, we're already here. I mean, we have the stuff already. Just let me keep making more stuff. <laughs> like, all right, fuck it. And so, like, literally, he got done filming Suicide Squad and then, like, a week later was filming Peacemaker. That's awesome. Like, he I... wrote them consecutively and just went right into production on Peacemaker. Uh, that does, weirdly enough, remind me of, like, um, they were, I guess, yeah, it would be the original Batman TV show, the one with Adam West. Um, mm -hmm. they made their first movie and cause like the original Batman, uh, it was just like just Batman and Robin. They didn't have like the Batmobile or anything cause they didn't have the budget for it. Yeah. Made the Batman movie and got a uh, higher budget because it was a movie. And that's how they got the Batmobile for the show <laughs> was they made the movie and then just kept the Batmobile for the show. That's great. I know. That's I, pretty I, great actually. I remember hearing that and I was like, that's fucking genius. I love it. Yeah. But yeah, Peacemaker, if you're not watching that, you're only hurting yourself. Okay. I can agree with that. <laughs> He's just like, I haven't even fun. seen it yet, but like I got hyped for watching it and I just haven't had the chance to watch it yet. It's oh, hilarious. People like post out of context clips on Twitter and that's all I know about it. The only clip that I've seen of it so far was the Batman's a pussy rant that he goes on. Yeah, I saw that one too. And I feel like I need the context of that one to really. Yeah, there's a lot of context. There's like a lot of things because at the end of every episode, they'll like do an extended clip of something that happened in there. And there was one part in there where he's just naming off other people that someone else could have used names to like put a crime on. And it's like two minutes in the show of him just naming people and be like, yeah, that's a good person too. And like, it's fucking hilarious in context of the show. But if you just put that up, it's not great. And the extended yeah. one is like another two minutes longer or something like that. And I wonder how long they let John Cena go on just naming people because <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. It's one of the things, say to John Cena, the guy is hilarious. Yeah, he's, he's the actually best part really funny. about the Fred movies. What? Yeah, there's Fred movies. You didn't. Oh yeah, he is John in those. Cena's as himself, he's his dad. No, he's not himself. No, he's like John Cena, but John Cena's his dad, right? He's just. I'm trying to remember. Actually, he he's just a wrestler. He like. I mean, yeah, I know I that he played himself in like John so... Cena, I, but he is John Cena. Yeah, but he's John Cena. Yeah, but yeah. I know that like he was in a couple Nickelodeon shows just as like a little one-off gag, but I didn't know that he was actually no. In the he's Fred Fred's dad. He's in, in the, the Fred, Fred movies and then the Fred show too. Yeah, I think right. Hmm. Um, <laughs> he says he's probably <laughs> named Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> How pissed do you think John Cena would be? If he had him play another wrestler on something. Oh, I bet he'd be mad. Like, he'd all be right, livid. John Cena, today you're going to play The Rock? 
We can God. afford the rock. Please do your best. Please just uh, put on this makeup. <laughs> <laughs> Shave your head. Uh, it was actually funny. I was uh, reading a thing about John Cena recently and like how much he really loves playing Peacemaker. Like it's his, it's his favorite thing he's done in his career, as far as I can tell. Actually, that's fair. Um, like so much so to where he literally stole the costume. <laughs> uh, and John James Gunn literally like not even like as a joke like literally had to beg him to like keep it safe and bring it back because they needed it for the show. Uh, it's great. He's John Cena. I feel like they could just you could just ask to have a copy of the costume. It's expensive to make those, man. Yeah, he's John I mean, Cena. It, it's also like one of those things like um, apparently to make a copy of it because um, oh, I'm blanking on his name. Ben Affleck uh, wanted to to like keep the back or you know the back costume that he had for the Batman movies and like cool. We're going to need $100,000 from you because that's how much it costs to make that suit. And so he had to pay $100,000 for it. And so that's why people like Ryan Reynolds, like he just stole his uh, Deadpool costume and yeah. keeping that safe. And then the same thing with John Cena is just stole the Peacemaker costume. Yeah. But like one thing I was reading about before we have to go here, cause we're, I don't know, line. Yeah, okay. Out. Yeah. Um, is that he actually never wanted to get into acting. Um, what's his name? The guy who runs WWE. Oh, uh, Vincent yeah. McMahon. Vince McMahon. Yeah. He forced him to get into acting because he wanted more revenue to come into WWE. Yeah, because there was like that time in the 2010s wherever they were just like having wrestlers play in movies to bring more revenue to. Yeah, WWE. they were trying to see who stuck, and it was basically The Rock and John Cena, I think. Yeah, yeah but not John kinda, Cena until very recently. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think kind with The Rock, st- I think The Rock did want to be an actor, though. He did, from, yeah. Kind but, of Stone Cold Steve Austin, but he more like did shows like random things. Because I always yeah, thought about yeah. he was like one of the big parts of celebrity deathmatch was is a weird thing to think about. Yeah, but he yeah. was never like a leading man. Like, strangely enough, Batista, uh-huh. I think, has yeah. come out as being the actual best actor of the whole bunch. Yeah. Well, I get thinking about it, like acting wise with wrestlers. Andre the Giant was also pretty. He was. He, he was. Um, Goldberg was in a couple movies, too. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. been also been in a couple TV shows. Like there's one he was basically just pay, playing a P.E. teacher. Yeah, in a show recently, the Goldbergs, I think. So, it's but called. like for actual like dramatic acting, Batista. Yeah, he's Batista fucking... is a pretty good actor. I wow, know he's uh, I know that they did want to make John Cena like an action star for a little while, which like they had like the Marine movies mm-hmm. and then, like uh, a couple other action things that he did. But he seems to love playing comedy, which is I great. think that works yeah. way better with John Cena because of how even just like barring just like from the wrestler persona, which obviously you kind of had to pull into yeah. for a bit. Like that is much more comedic, even when playing a very straight role. Yeah, absolutely. Wrestling quote unquote was of course. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but mm. Batista, you saw him in Blade Runner 2049. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, guy at the very it? beginning. Wearing like the Guardians little tiny of the glasses. galaxy. And Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't he's know if also, he's seen oh, Guardians of the Galaxy. He's, no, he's not Groot. Mm-hmm. No, he's uh he's Vin Diesel. Blue man. Muscular guy. No, yeah, red guy. I've seen Guardians. I'm not sure who you're talking uh, the, about, though. The, he's gray, but he has like the red stripes all over his body. He has the two knives. He takes him. everything literally. Yeah, yeah, the blue man. He's, he's not, not blue. blue. He's, he's gray. Not blue. I could have sworn he was blue. He's gray and red. Interesting. Okay. Oh. Yeah. I know who you were talking about then. Yeah, I, I have <laughs> seen Guardians. I've seen Guardians 1 and 2. Oh, okay. Schnee says, Stone Cold is the best. Not acting, just my boy. We love muscles. <laughs> very, very good points all around. Can't argue with that. Um, anyway, we're right here at the end. E, if anybody wants to get a hold of us, where can they do that? Yeah, we got. You can get a hold of us using a choker hold. Uh, very <laughs> wrestle. Uh, we have a link tree. L i n k t r dot e e slash l o i p gives you a link to our social medias and listen medias. 
as well as an email, uh, the last ones in podcast at gmail.com. Once again, this is the last ones in podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, Robbie, take us out of here. So thank you all for listening. Make sure to be kind to one another. Make sure to be safe out there. And whether this is the very first time you listened to us or you've been since the very beginning, thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, Shnee, for interacting so much. It was great having you here. Sam, thank you for being on. Yep. Uh, thanks, E. Thanks, Robbie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, everybody out there, have a great one. We'll talk to you again next week. Have a good one. Bye. 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 Bye.